Hi, I'm Jameson Newlander, Alan Frog from The Lost Boys, and you're watching Frog Brothers Podcast. It's refreshment time, folks. Are either one of these any good? I don't like movies. I have to return some videotapes. You have a TV? No. I just like to read the TV guide. Read the TV guide. I don't need a TV. Books, records, films, these things matter. Call me shallow. It's the fucking truth. Over 1,600 titles. Each were rented just $2 the first night and only a... Watch a few movies, take a few notes. Okay, I want channels 18, 24, 63, 109, 87, and Weather Channel. Welcome to the Frog Brothers Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Alec. Hello, creeps and freaks and pervs and whatever else the fuck's listening to this show. My name's Justin. You just described all three of us. I did. I'm Alec. And I'm Nick. So, it's uh, episode something and something. 112? Something like that. Sounds 525,600 minutes. That's how long the cops waited before going into the school. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Starting off with a bang tonight, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Oh, man. Fucking ripping it. Oh. Yep. Ripping and a tearing. Nick fucking up the audio of the podcast early on. Booger is I'm terrified of the trying storm, to check our so he's number. He's trying to here. unplug us and sabotage. Um, so we got a lot to talk about. Well, tonight. the power might just go out anyway. So, no. What the hell are you talking about? The phone lines are over there. there. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so wow. um, on the agenda, <laughs> we got some. We got some news. I guess that we we broke on Instagram. Look at the pictures he uses of you. Or do you do that? I do that. Look at that one. What's wrong with that one? No, that's it good looks because like these it, orgasms it's, no, it's it's intense thought because Justin always has these like <laughs> faces that are always like uh, like he's explaining something or something that's that I use for those you know it's it's supposed to be clickbait because it, it looks like he's oh he doesn't In a trance he doesn't <laughs> like that movie necessarily it looks that's like, like uh, a thought that says you're talking shit so they want to see Ooh, or is, I'm having a stroke it is one twelve because negative neg- negativity does well on YouTube like if you're talking shit on a movie people are like oh yeah they like that. That's why the caption for this would probably be, Top Gun Maverick sucks dick. It does. Leave your comments. <laughs> Leave your comments below. Comments. Well, now they're going to turn the video off. So. This one, um, I got to say, real quick, just, they should have put a lot more homoerotica in this, you know? It, it missed the homoerotica mark. I'm just going to say that well, for the f- now. The football scene showed off some beefcake. It was it was co-ed, so it didn't do it didn't do the same for me. Well, that's you know why I mean? they shoehorned the love story in, so you knew he wasn't gay. Yeah, that's also a bummer. <laughs> and they never imply that he's gay or straight. That's never discussed. Well, but, he's at least bi. But if he didn't have a love uh, story exactly. with a woman, I mean, it's twenty twenty two. He could be discovered that he's actually pansexual. He may only be attracted to robots. He's like I uh, I don't care about uh, if it's a penis or a vagina. I'll lick it. I'll suck it. I'll fuck it. Either way. <laughs> Lots of shit in the news. So up first and foremost, so as I was watching Top Gun last Thursday, I went to an early showing at 6.15. Uh, news broke about Ectofest on the Sony lot. It was free tickets to, I don't know, however many people they invited or signed up for tickets, but 
Uh, Gil Cannon and Jason Reitman are going to be on site for that with a special announcement. Is it in New York and L.A.? Is that what I heard? <sighs> no. That's only in L.A. Yeah. The New York Ghostbusters are also having their Ghostbusters Day event, which is a mm. charitable organization that's going to help Hook and Ladder 8 and I mm. think the uh, New York Fire Department. So I know the they're Buffalo, doing a lot of... The Buffalo Ghostbusters. Uh, Buffalo, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Buffalo. There's like... Great white buffalo. There's at least five. <laughs> That's what I was doing. There's at least five up time machine. groups in the city. Sometimes you got to quote modern movies, too. Yeah. That's modern by 10 years old or something yeah, exactly. at this point. It's old enough. Uh, so that looks to be interesting. Everyone's already speculating about it. And, of course, you know, there's some people like Dan Harshman cracking jokes and making things. And I was like, I threw in my two cents. I was like, oh, yeah, it's those uh, Hasbro selfie series Ghostbusters figures are announcing. They went there all the way there for that. Which, those look pretty cool for $60 for the price I'm good. point. I'll probably get one just for the novelty of having it, but the Star Wars ones and all the other brands are going to be the crazy sellers, and I think you only get to pick three accessories for your figure. So. Hmm. I think it comes with... Can I get a lightsaber with, with my Ghostbuster? Oh, yeah. okay. That'd be better if you could pick like a lightsaber. I think it's like a Ghost PKE. Buster. Oh, that'd be dope. I think it's PKE and pack and. But I think that goes across. I think you can do. I think it's going to be available for Star Wars, Power Rangers, and Ghostbusters. They've shown all three of those. Yeah. Yeah. So, which yeah. is about fucking time because people like charge out the ass. So, you know, it's not going to happen. But I really wish they just announced Ghostbusters answer the call just so we could live in that reactionary world for a short minute. Um, they should have announced that on April Fool's. That would have been funny as hell. Oh, a sequel? Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to us next April if you're listening right now. Right. <laughs> or, I mean, listen to us and forget what you heard. Yeah. They will. So what are they What are they actually doing at this EctoFest? They're screening Afterlife, and they're yeah, having right. I heard that. Uh, some sort of an announcement. And Jason which... and Gil will be there. So uh, here's my thing. Gil's going to be there, and they're announcing that. That could just be before a Q&A. Yeah. But... If they're doing an announcement, that could be like, we wrote another Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. Or we're writing another Ghostbusters movie. It's been greenlit, basically, you know. Well, we already know that, too, so it's not like a... Well, we don't necessarily know that outright. We just know that they plan to. They There's oh. word of it. That doesn't mean it'll happen. You know how many movies have that announcement? Twister had that announcement as a reboot, and they did not go forward with that. They might still be trying to, but it's no. one of those things that this could this could be a thing, like, before this announcement was announced... <laughs> uh, we we could have been waiting five more years just because they could have been trying to work something out. Jason Reitman might not have been wanting to do it. But honestly, his dad dying might make him more connected to it because of how the special time he had making that last one. I don't know. You know? I honestly they feel like that's going to be a big part of it. The other thing that would be awesome is if, you know, everyone's like, oh, I hope they do a director's cut. I'm like, Reitman is pretty clear that he's yeah. not doing a director's cut. He's yeah, never done that. a director's cut, neither him nor his father. It's just not in the way they do their movies. I it's, think they're definitely staying in the film world, though, based on how yes. Jason and them were committed to a theater release for Ghostbusters, mm -hmm. and it did well enough that they will probably try to do that again, I think, instead of doing a TV show, although I wouldn't be opposed to it. I just think that's what's Why more not realistic. do both? Uh, and they very well could. Even if it's animated, you know. I would take an animated series for sure. But Yeah, I think they need to do something on TV, at least well, eventually, I think anyway. In order to prevent the problems you had in Afterlife where the writing was just more member berries than actual new turf, um, like the new characters are written insanely well. Like all those characters are great, but some of that stuff wasn't very well researched. It seems like they didn't go and double check the lore. Like there is nobody. I think they might have also, and they just figured it's close enough. 
Yeah, I mean that that could be the case too. They don't give a fuck. Well, the, when it's a different crater, they always want to put their own spin on things too. They don't want to just go exactly off of what someone else did. Yeah, but they even if it violates canon or whatever, they just want to yeah. do their own thing sometimes. C Nightmare on Elm Street two. But then why not <laughs> why not create a new villain then instead of yeah, well that's rehashing something and then so many doing things it there. wrong. And, and I still yeah. love watching it, man. I go back and I have so much fun with all the new characters and. Honestly, the more I watch it, the more I could do without even seeing the original Ghostbusters show yeah. up at the end. It really is like, eh. Well, they needed to be neat, in it. But it wasn't like, be in it more or not at all. Yeah, it was a marketing thing, or too, less, for sure. Know. But, you know, it's like, whatever. I still enjoy it for what it is. We have four Ghostbusters movies now. I'm stoked about that. The big thing I'm excited three. about. Three! Yeah. There's only three. Yeah. Everyone getting pissed. Ghostbusters 5 is announced. Yeah. And you're like, that just means it's the fifth movie. It doesn't Wait, mean it's I have music for that. Uh-oh, he's got something. Do they just call it? Somewhere, right? Yeah. There's only three Ghostbusters movies. If that 2016 movie made by that one guy the that made, got paid to make the, the movie. The lady Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is not a movie. Paul Ghostbusters and Paul Feig go <laughs> fuck himself. <laughs> I shit my diaper and my parents abused me as a kid and I never got the therapy that I needed. Wah. You know what? I got the sound like Ghostbusters Afterlife. That now like that's how you do a sequel. <laughs> it's perfect. And then everyone's like, except no callback. No callbacks anymore. I want a new villain, but the movie was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. No callbacks, though. Don't do Vigo. I want Mike Tyson. <laughs> this Ghostbusters Afterlife movie was pretty cool. Ludicrous. I became Ice-T. This Ghostbusters <laughs> Afterlife movie is pretty good. You How do you watch explain that this? <laughs> With the baby music. Exactly. <laughs> ah, that's classic. Well, trolling people is fun. Yeah. People just need to like, get over stuff and like realize that this isn't personally catered to you. Everyone's vision of what a movie sequel would be is never going to be what it actually turns out to be because that was someone else's vision that was made. Am, am I wrong in saying this movie didn't do well enough for another one? You? Because if the next, uh, not necessarily be, no. Because if the next one doesn't have like Bill Murray and stuff as a draw, and just the thing that there hasn't been a sequel in thirty years as a draw, won't the next one make even less money? Not necessarily because of how well this movie's doing on home video. Afterlife is one of the best. Yeah, I either guess, digital downloads, rentals, streams, yeah, and it's not even on a do streaming they look platform at that, yet. Do they look at that and making a decision for a sequel though? Yeah, especially they, they always seem so especially considering on, it's what the number one DVD the sale is here, right? So yeah, with pandemic numbers, yeah, they always seem so focused on theatrical numbers. And in all honesty, for they, sure, that's the main focus. But I don't think COVID mattered, though. I mean, all these other movies did so well. I just I don't know. I don't think it's an excuse. But it did good enough. It would have done better without for COVID its budget. Maybe. It's fine for yeah for this movie's budget. It was Which amazing. Was what 75 80 million something is what we hear but here's some so, shit that'll well, we don't know about what marketing costs or right. what the delays cost and here's some shit that'll trigger some people um morbius yeah made about the same amount it's more than time similar, for you, uh young viewers yeah, out there they had a they came in a similar box office and at a similar budget you're a mean one <laughs> oh that had a similar budget yes. and I didn't even go see that one, I and uh, I wouldn't have if I had free tickets, even. No. I might have with free tickets. And how many times did diehard oh. Ghostbusters fans see this movie? I saw some guys saying you saw it like 300 times or some crazy shit. Fuck it. Mm -hmm. It's basically like watching it every day, and I'm like, man, I mean. 
I was sick of it after watching it four and a half times at the theater. So I hope to God that guy had one of those AMC movie passes where you can like see so many movies so many times a week. Because otherwise, I don't, you know, it's crazy. And I'm not saying anything that I didn't like the movie. I'm excited for more Ghostbusters content, obviously. I'm oh, excited yeah. to see what they're going to say. But at the same time... I'm not like blowing to, smoke up its ass here. Well, I mean, I, I like to be realistic about I don't shit. want the next one to completely bomb, and then that's how the movie franchise goes out. I, just, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like TV's the way to go with these things now. Well, I think Marvel's kind of got that general idea of, like, you can do a series and tie it into a movie as well to get some of that backstory between there. Um, I don't know. It, and they could do something brand new. There's there's obviously some serious room to do something amazing when you make a series that leads into a movie. Right? You could have a mini-series, an eight-episode series go into a two-hour movie that hits the big si- screen. Oh. Makes it awesome. So well, yeah, no one's sh- really done that yet. You show them a free show on Netflix, and then they want to know what happens next. I gotta go to the movies. Yeah, and it's characters and stuff you like. And then Give with a cameos... And then you can have all the original stars cameo in the series and just have them there, not having to have some major role or pressure. It's just because, like, hey, Venkman dropped by today to talk to Winston because they're friends. Whatever that looks like. Jerk him off in the bathroom. What else are you going to do with him in the bathroom? Have him on the studio a lot, filming some other movies. Don't cross the stream. Yeah, I love on the original DVD commentary, Harold Ramis is talking about the uh, bathroom jokes. Uh, Yeah, that's one big dick joke, but, you know, queef jokes are over the line. Yeah, exactly. God forbid you'd queef about that. Or have... Good, good, good thing no ghost performed oral sex and uh, answer the call. Otherwise, people would have lost their fucking mind. That was just a dream. Mind. Right. Doesn't matter. It still could have been a it dream. It wasn't originally a dream, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people aren't comfortable with queefs. And other news. A lot of men don't know what a queef is. I got uh, vintage stock out <sighs> well, of sale this week <laughs> and buy two, get one free, which oh. is, you know, a thing, but... Got the straight so- story because it's a David Lynch movie which I have not seen. But I'm it's probably uh, gonna do a review of that actually because it's a necessary. Yeah, Love definitely. Him. I mean, we're gonna review every David Lynch movie probably Let's at some point. Do it next week. Let's uh, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Before we forget, Monster, Monster Squad with the shitty cover, but it came with the slip, so I changed the cover to the original under there because it looks much better. Yeah. Yeah, even the Blu-ray cover I have is different than both of those, and it's kind of like a hodgepodge, and you're just like, why can't you just give me the classic fucking cover? And Ernest Scared Stupid, because what collection is complete without that? Ernest get... Scared Stupid. I love that movie. It's so good. They want a different cover, this so you This movie like is one of those things it. that traumatized me as a child, like a very young child, because of the trolls. So when I watch it now, I still feel like it's that same fear of, uh, before I watch panic. it at least. Mm. Maybe if I that watch it again. scares your inner child? Yes. Well, that explains how I felt watching Nightmare on Elm Street with you that time. Yeah. And by that time, I mean the time when you bought the box set and we watched the whole fucking series. I had never watched all of them. I'd only seen like two or three of them, so I bought the whole box set on Amazon used. I um, still have it. My X-Men Wolverine animated series Hasbro figure arrived. I had not opened it. We're going to do a little unboxing video. Now? Not right now. That'll be separate. Uh, um, really happy with the box art there, and it's tripping me out because they're using it's a cor- giant VHS box. They're using corrugated cardboard for these, so it's not like quite as thin packaging, but since Hasbro went away from plastics on most of their packaging now too, like the new Thor 11 Thunder that's not the Marvel Legends series, the uh, general release figures are in a little cardboard box, kind of like this too. The only thing that bothers me about some of those is they don't have, it doesn't look like they have actual pictures of the action figure, they have art of it Yeah. on the Star Wars toys. It's like, just show me an actual picture of what I'm getting, it doesn't even have to be clear but I want to know what I'm actually getting. That's well, the thing about those that bother me. The only but. thing that I'm 
slightly concerned with as a collector is just a shit paint job because you can't tell you know like sometimes like yeah. there's a fucking eye that's all the way off i'm like i don't have fucking time to go through you and want them to this do shit. a box that opens in the window and you can see the figure no why don't because they want to avoid plastic but they need to no, just at yeah. least print a picture right. of the figure like that but the problem with this one is, is those two they don't show the accessories right so if i have a whole collection of wolverine figures and i'm trying to figure out how to spend my money well, I know that this one comes with a little photo frame of oh, yeah. Jean Grey and Cyclops, so that's a fucking I've must seen that for me. meme. Ladies and gentlemen, first world problems. Exactly. Collector problems, right? Well, the box doesn't show the figure! It doesn't show <laughs> Can you see the figure online? You can see it in your dreams. Yes, but I'm already following these things, and that was delivered to my house. Those aren't mm -hmm. on shelves, I don't think. I think those are not You suck. Um, you know what would be really fucking nice, though, if they announced it at ActoFest? is a goddamn another wave of fucking Plasma series. That'd be good, too. No, they're going to announce the Hasbro PKE meter. Well, that, too. They that, need to. That. Although, I did buy a real shoe polisher. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet, if I'll just kind of hang on to it for now. Why does it smell like shoe polish? You can put it on display at our events. Yeah. If anything, I'll get some really good do photos. Do, like, a before and after... Oh, yeah. Picture. Well, we got some topics today to Yeah, we got a lot to. of shit. Like we don't have a lot of shit. We don't have a top five today, which I wanted to get to one, but I forgot to because I was uh, high. But No, the, before we even get to the movie, though, we've got to talk Star Wars celebrations this weekend, all kinds of fucking announcements. Yeah, but none that, not too many that I give a fuck about. Well, That's, maybe Justin gives a fuck. No, we need to talk about that, though. How are you taking Star Wars and making me not give a fuck about it, right? What the all did they announce? <sighs> A couple more. I didn't give a fuck enough to even look Skeleton crew is one of them. That Jedi children's thing. Skeleton crew. Yeah, something called Skeleton Crew. Star Wars Skeleton Crew or some shit. It's a TV show, I think. Didn't that take place in the High Republic, I think I read? I don't know. There was so much shit they announced. I was like, how am I... It's like four, four people on a big ship or something. And I haven't even watched the uh, Andor I watched the trailer Teaser. for that. That looks all right. That looks yeah, interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because it's a character that I like. Yeah, but. I'm not even saying that it's all going to be bad or anything. I'm just like overwhelmed. So it's like is Andor, there's too many things. Is Andor going to have a cute little me. sidekick that's really cute and does silly things? I don't know. But here's my thing with Star Wars right now. The state of Star Wars is they've announced so much shit over the last 10 years and how much of it's gotten canceled. It's really well, yeah, fucking annoying. Since they announced that one movie... Well, I got, about the, a lot got canceled after the last so many movies. What's that one that was going to be like Top Gun Star Wars, basically, they announced Rogue and then canceled? One. Or not Rogue One, but uh, Rogue Squadron. Yeah, then they're not doing that, are they? Wasn't? No. Right. Yeah, like, that's one I want to see, thanks. Out of all this other shit, who I don't give that, a fuck about. Who was that that was directing? Uh, that was supposed to be a female director. I forget her yeah, name. I, I forget her name. Her dad was in the Air Force. She did Wonder Woman 2. See, that's what yeah. I thought it was, but I wasn't sure. I think maybe the uh, reception maybe the res of that movie... That's uh, possible, but... The big deal for me, though, is they're announcing so much stuff. It's like, just announce it when you're ready to actually have a product. No, no, they they got to get their shareholders excited for shit. But that's my sin. They, they announced that, and she was in a fucking hangar with an X-Wing, you know? They filmed a video of it, or her talking about yeah. the project, yeah. yeah oh, we're not going to do it. That's what I'm saying. Like, you've so canceled I, so many... I won't many... believe any of this shit till I see it anyway. But yeah, that could have been like a top... Well, Ryan top Johnson was going to get his own trilogy. All these other people are going to get their own trilogy. Well, I don't blame him for canceling that. I mean... <laughs> Not even whether you like eight or not. It's just got a lot of bad, you know, reception. So to give them a whole trilogy, I don't know. But at the same time, now that makes eight even worse because it didn't go anywhere. All the shit he introduced. So. 
well, to set up his trilogy. That so now and it's completely pointless. The fucking flaming fire that became nine, which I like nine as a movie, but I think it cut eight and a nine in one mo- into one movie. One be good better. movie, cut yeah, eight and probably. Nine into one movie. You cut all the dumb shit cut out of eight and all the shit connect. out of nine. Yeah, yeah, you can make one good movie out of those two. I think because Forrest Wagons is, you know, it is what it is. It is well, at least it's good enough. It's fresh. Even though it's a lot of rehash, it still feels different enough. There's a lot of really dumb shit in it, though. <laughs> Whether know. it goes against Star Wars or not, it's just dumb. <laughs> like, there's a Yo, Yo Mama joke in the beginning of it. And like, why are we doing that in Star Wars? Because it's it's young, modern hip. age. Yeah, yeah. I'm hip. Um, uh, when I wrote Star Wars, it's a it's a space opera, so I really uh, wanted to write the space yeah, opera. There piece. shouldn't be any. But uh, since I'm no longer writing these things anymore, these dumb motherfuckers keep putting in stupid shit like your mama jokes. Your mama's so dumb, she let you write a Star Wars movie. Uh, your mom's so dumb that uh, she when, believed that I was wearing a condom. And, when uh, talk, I wasn't. When so. they talk like George Lucas was going to oversee some project too or something. A movie I don't know, or and then show or something. The other big thing was. Uh, yeah. Disney was announcing all kinds of shit. You know, they'd had that first teaser image of Harrison Ford back as oh, yeah. Indiana Jones, which, yeah, hypes me up, but at the same time, I'll I'm like... I'll see it. Yeah. I like the last one enough. Yeah, everyone it's, clowns it's, on... The... It's overhated. Uh, I mean, it's not great well, or anything, but it's overhated for sure. The ones that say the alien stuff isn't realistic, but the religious stuff in the previous ones is. I don't know. That's why it makes like, complete sense. And like it's also... Aliens exist. You don't know think about pulp you know, magazines somewhere. or anything... It's basically just a reference to the 50s style pulp magazines. It's yes, that in it's a film very, form. It's, it's very crazy. much that post-World War II, Roswell, New Mexico level shit that you're getting going on there that people fail to realize. The Atomic like, Age and sci-fi and all that well, shit. Well, didn't that yeah. one take place somewhat close to Roswell, or was it the 50s? I don't remember. I think it was in the 50s, wasn't it? Okay. I don't not, but not too long after Roswell. No, like 52 or something. Like it's the early 50s. That's when the sure. alien pulp stuff started up, you know. Big. Yeah, there's a lot of that there, and so I really enjoyed that for that reason. So I'm excited to see what the next one does, but I don't know how much they're going to ignore the last one, so we'll see. Is Shia LaBeouf in it? Doubtful. He was kind of canceled, but then he's, he's not really. He's I mean, on and off canceled all the time, but I know. He's just kind of thought of as a general douchebag, I think. I don't think he's a general douchebag. No, I think if he does cancelable things, then he's a douchebag. People but think of him as a douchebag, whether he's done cancelable things. Well he's or not. tried to be controversial in ways for you know, he's done some clickbait as shit, I guess. But Well, he's also just had a fucked up childhood if you I mean he made a movie about his own childhood and shit and directed it. Mm-hmm. And he played his dad in it. Showed like tried to show his abusive childhood growing up acting yeah. and shit like that and how he was used and all that bit shit. And well, then, and then uh, you hear like you know you watch the Peanut Butter Falcon, you see how good of a fucking movie that is, and then you see like the relationship he built with that actor that was in the film with him and like his co-star. Like right, they were really good friends, and I think they still keep up. So it's like pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's an interesting person for <laughs> sure. But <laughs> yeah, and if you have any kind of trauma that's even if you've dealt with it right that's not to say it's never going to fucking come back and haunt you again right and i haven't looked into his cancelable things because they aren't super popular like on the internet like it's like not a big thing but i'd have to look into it to form a better opinion about that so i won't say one way or the other but uh you know who is cancelable is ezra miller guy who was (laughs) beat up half hawaii half of fucking hawaii (laughs) What was the last thing that you got in trouble for? Uh, I actually believe also that I'm doing that wrong. I believe Ezra goes by they and them as pronouns. 
Yeah, because so the last thing he got in trouble because he went off on somebody about using the Yeah, home. I wasn't doing that intentionally. I just... Nobody fucking you know. threw a chair like a... Sorry. <laughs> they threw a chair like a crazy person. Uh, yeah. There you go. No, we can like, hate him while still respecting the natural things that should be. Yeah, you can hate them when you do that. Just um, calm your ass down until that the issue movie comes though is out. The, How about that? You are abusing women specifically, and then you're doing this, and you're wanting respect. So, like, there's this fucking huge gap amongst other things that just to me it just so shows what DC cares about because oh, yeah. uh, they fired Cyborg, and they keep this guy on board. Yeah. Although I have, there are rumblings that they're basically just editing a lot of him out of this fucking movie and turning it into something else. Yeah, yeah. I've, too. I've heard that it's. But the cyborg up. guy like directly spoke out against them. He spoke but out about the way exactly. they handle things behind the scenes. And just, What's so, worse, speaking out against your employer? No, I know. Or I'm just saying that's why he got. It. But <laughs> yeah, supposedly. So has Amber, somebody was saying Amber Heard is out of Aquaman too. I don't though. give a fuck. I wasn't going to see it anyway. But that's DC, so that's yeah. a real related The problem topic. with that, and I'll just touch base on it really quickly, is the fact that their relationship between each other was so toxic. Like, no matter whose side you're rooting for, it's fucked up because... Uh, yeah, there's no... I don't... There's no winner in this, right? Those two people are insanely toxic and treated each other like shit. Whether she's worse or not isn't yeah that's really not up that's that's what people th- people th- just love johnny depp so much they're just yeah. not even gonna look at it well they're just worried so. that he got canceled over an article that she wrote now is she a hypocrite for writing that article yes um, I, don't, I don't think well they also they just they love him so much that they you know like they're fucking insane about it like i don't think either one of them trying canceled. to say that she was doing coke in the fucking well she said he had a jar of coke on the table like a jar well i buy uh, all that he admits to that yeah. shit like uh, that's fine, or whatever, you know. Uh, but yeah, he's obviously a shitty fucking person too. I don't know if they're either one of them are canceled. Just no one's gonna want to do business with them while this is going on, you know. It's basically just like a weird thing where uh, you know, if you have if you knew two people in your life, and you were friends, you're you're friends with your friend. Yeah, or if he, you met, and they were he was in this situation. Basically, if you were friends with Johnny Depp, which is how people were because they've known Johnny Depp for thirty years. Yes, they feel that feel forty years at yeah. this point. They don't have that with Amber Heard, so they yeah. connect with him immediately, yeah. and they're just like uh, denying everything else. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. And everyone's like, "Well, the court of public opinion is going to decide after this court case is settled." And you're like, "But at the end of the day, what are we going to get from it? Two people were fucking insanely abusive to each other, and then fucking drug each other's names through the mud because of an article that was written that probably shouldn't have been written." Yeah, I mean, that's uh, did you see that? I think I, I put this in the group chat, but H3 Podcast, which I listen to a lot, mm-hmm. is taking a lot of shit. There's uh, people reporting him to Homeland Security and filming themselves and uploading it onto YouTube because he uh, made a video where he uh, said that people should bomb or blow up the NRA shit. <laughs> and he was doing it in a joking way, and I get it, you can't say that, but it's also funny because he did get a weak ban on YouTube because of that. Because it was a live show, too. They couldn't edit it out. I don't know. My thoughts on that are it's, I mean, I get making any kind of joke right now is very controversial. And like some of the private memes and shit I've made and shared between you guys, I won't even want to talk about on here because it's just people don't understand that. But that's <laughs> the way this country is. Yeah. And well, it's also he was clearly being satirical. If they if you watched the whole rant when he started going on about that, it's like he's doing an impression of people who just want their guns and shit. And he's like, well, well, who boy, we just shoot our guns in the sky. We, oh, and it's this whole thing. But 
Either way, um, yeah. Well, you want to talk about... It's just interesting because conservatives are blowing it up right now and just changing the narrative into, look, he wants to incite violence. No, and here's my thing, man. Like, I grew up, I was... Columbine happened on my birthday, right? Happy birthday. Yeah, exactly. And And Hitler was born. And, well, we've basically just been dealing with mass shootings nonstop ever since then, and everyone just wants to have the excuse. No one ever wants to get anything done. It's thoughts and prayers. And, like, sorry, I'm a staunch atheist because of shit like this. Should this segue into Flash Out Irrationally? Yeah. That's what kind of what we're leading into. Oh, we got to play the thing. Everything's pissing me off today. Listen to what I got to say. Everything's pissing me off today. Listen to this. Flash Out Irrationally. Can't do that. It's haven't heard that theme in a while that's a good one so george carlin once basically said and i'm not going to quote him word for word here but you're going to paraphrase once you're born you're on your own oh and in the state of texas if you choose to have an abortion now you need to send your child to the uvalde grade school because the police will not act to save lives and that's a fucking fact hey i wish i had a groaning thing that's a like a reactive fact. people going boo. You don't? I'm sorry. If you're a fucking cop, I have laugh and you're and too power to save children. And well, I've I've seen the there's no explanations and the excuses, but you can make an excuse all you they're want. They're like they had to come up with a breach plan. And I'm well, like, now nope. it's all about doors. We're talking about doors, right? Well, well the, the thing, thing is, we gotta, gotta have every. And, and they're, they're still, still talking about arming teachers. teachers. I'm, I'm like, do you not understand? There were cops there with guns. There was 19 <laughs> cops in the hallway. Here's the best part. So my friend, uh, a friend of mine, his name is Mike, I'll just say his first name, but Mike? he shared the meme, or not even a meme, he just shared a news article from the Uvalde Police Department's social media Facebook page from 2018 where they said they were one of so many police departments in the state to get a grant for a level four body armor that protects against assault weapons. <laughs> and so there's like a whole group of these well, officers wearing this brand new fucking body armor and... They make a big deal about getting all this body armor, and they're too fucking chicken shit to go save these kids. So, yeah, what did it turn out to be? 77 minutes before they went in? Like, that's know, what the final, final they had time to that wait. the last one I heard was. They waited for the Border Patrol Tactical Unit to arrive, or SWAT, whatever. Border Patrol came in. Well, there's Uvalde lots of things that we're shit. hearing now. Like, you've seen yeah. the video of po- police holding somebody down who was trying to go in and get their kids. The parents, yeah. Holding a taser, pointing it into the... Like, yeah. not pointing it in the crowd, as far as I know. I think he's just holding it. But still, like, intimidating people, basically. Like, I'm going to tase the parents instead of actually going in and doing something like my job. Totally and, uh, unacceptable, right? How, how did the shooter get in? He walked in because someone didn't lock the front door like it's required oh, okay. by policy. I've okay. heard things that a, a police <laughs> officer exchanged shots with him before he went in. I've heard conflicting yeah. reports about that. Yeah, I don't I know if we're going to know the truth on that for a while yet because there's been too much reported at the beginning stuff. Yeah. Supposedly they exchanged fire with him before he went, even and went in and shit. So... He killed his grandma. No, she's alive. Yeah, he shot, he shot her. He shot she her. called okay. the police. He shot his grandma. He ran. She called the police immediately the po- and said that he's going to go shoot up a school, basically. Too. Oh, as far as I know, I thought the police caught up with him by a school and he just ran in there to get away from them. But he had planned to go. This, yeah, that's what I understand. Oh, okay. Was that that was his plan? Hmm. Yeah, that's what I understand. So he's, I mean, I'm not saying I have 100 percent all the facts here, but these are what I'm understanding from it right now. Like, but, I'm, like I'm not obviously don't say go shoot up a high school but i can understand an 18 year old wanting to shoot up assholes that he doesn't like at his high school right but why would you go shoot up well a right that you would see school? the motivation for that but yeah. the motivation well, why for this little is kids at an elementary school i don't get it uh fuck if i know but um maybe then he, you also have the story of the cop that hates it? I don't know. went and snuck in and got his own kids out 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I heard. I thought I heard. And more than that one mom that was that. detained that was handcuffed. Once she got let free, she fucking jumped in and went in after kids. So how did and they... she got her kids out? She had someone she knew get her out of And here's the fucking yeah. thing. This door's unlocked for this shooter to go in. The fucking door's still unlocked for all these people and police and parents. She to go deserves in. that fucking mother of the year coffee cup. Yeah, she does. Like, greatest mom or whatever shit. Like, it's fucking insane. And then everyone on there saying like, taking away good guys, guns is not going to stop. And I'm like, okay, so the good guys had guns. There was 19 guys of guns, and they're scared of one 18 year old child. Statistically, good guys with guns do not stop these situations. Yeah, that's a very that's rarely. Just not doesn't happen. Clearly and it doesn't, obviously, because there were lots of good guys with guns here, and they did not stop them. They were scared of one 18-year-old man with two guns that probably had no formal weapons training. He should not have been able to get a hold of that kind of weapon. I, I mean, I think right. that's avoidable. I think that's And everyone's avoidable. like, well, bad guys are going to get guns anyway. Yeah, but emotionally unstable young men that are going to go but do a mass shooting, like, is very common in People fucked in their in head country. are going to have a hard time getting a hold of a gun. Yes. Yeah. Unless it's sitting under grandma's bed. Or, or you can order it online but with here's a click the, of a button. Here's the thing, though. You want to regulate guns because, oh, if you do this and all that, it'll stop gun violence. Well, oh, you can't You can't regulate guns. It won't stop it. What do you think is going to happen with abortion, you but, fucking but morons? We, yeah. But, but Double standards, because you want to control somebody. But we've banned assault weapons before, right? Yeah. And the the percentage of these things went down drastically, right? I think they I said mean, around 40%. Just look at other countries' stats. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, look at what else. I even saw people that, legitimately blaming that, video games still, and I was like, what are you talking about? Every other country has these same video games. Half of them come from Japan. And that's a great point, but of course our country is crazier, so I don't think it's going to work as well, <laughs> but it will definitely help. No. And you say you, you want to talk about regulating weapons and all that. Like, I literally take my fucking shoes off when I go to the airport because something one person fucking did. Well, you can't have liquid of any kind. <laughs> well, in certain amounts, but still. I mean, they want to overregulate this shit, but when they feel like their personal rights are being infringed upon, well, and then, there's, then it's a problem. There's also I feel like this is a bad episode for anyone... F- Who's just first li- yeah. yeah, first time listeners. These listener, guys are a, fucking whack. Yeah, these guys these are fucking, fucking wacky crazy. liberals. <laughs> But then Usually a, we just sit here and talk about movies, to be yeah. honest, but, you know, there's some fucked up shit you gotta get out. out the only thing I will say on this, because I had to go to my one of the kids' schools had a, recently, near yeah. the end of the school yeah, how, year. How and is that for someone with kids? You just dread even your kid even going to school every day? It's... Because if I was a kid, I wouldn't want to go to school. Dude, like, as a shit. grown man, like, you find you yourself know, there's a, also wanting th- to fucking I've, cry about this because you're like, why? Like, there's little kids. Like, I think of, like, seeing my kids, like, in that if situation. If I had kids, I don't think I'd be able to let them go to school. There's a little know. girl who covered herself in her dead classmate's blood to look like a body. Oh, so she like, wouldn't be shot. That was like in The Walking Dead where they covered themselves in the... Yeah, yes, but it's not funny. Got, it's yeah. real it's life. <laughs> she probably learned that from maybe that or whatever. Jesus fucking Christ, though. No, but as a parent... Well, I say that in movies, like, why don't you pretend to be dead? It's oh terrifying. God. But the thing is, right, you're you're talking about this. They said this school district spent so much on security. So I tried to go to my kid's school the other day, right? Okay, so I went in there. I was a guest reader for the class. So I got to go take a couple of books that my kid picked out and was going to go read. So I went in there. Guess what? The school was fucking locked at every door because it had a badge reader. So only staff could have a badge to get in. That's how so most schools are. I had to get fucking buzzed in. So they the should fact only be able to go in and out one door. And they have, have yes, they don't necessarily during have the buzzers on everything, but they just keep. When I was in schools, they always kept all the doors locked, especially during after school started, except the f- very front door. But, but you still had to yes. be buzzed in. I deliver pizza to lots of these places. You can go. In, I had a bag with food in it. I could have guns in it. Yeah. They see the bag. Don't ask you a fucking question. Don't say a word to you. But. That that's I, I that's could pack I don't, Uzis in there and go. Uh, the yeah. solution is not turning pol- schools into uh, prisons either. 
by any means. There needs to be nothing. No, like but that. what I'm saying is like there's yeah. so many schools that already have this. Why yeah. didn't this? Well, school a lot have of that? like or inner city schools unlocked? have like the metal detector and security. Well, because guard at the they door, spend forty percent right? of their city's budget on the police there. And then they don't have enough for they, textbooks uh, and shit. Yeah. yeah. That's a four well, million, four million dollars a the, year out of the ten million dollars. All city these conservatives budget. I see are willing to volunteer, apparently, so they can just get it for free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's the crazy thing. Like <laughs> the ones that said, "What about all those homeless veterans? They would, they would protect your school for free." Even when I was in high school, yeah, here, I'm sure and none of them are fucked in the head either. Even in high school, for me, like you were in a small town. I don't know what your school was like, but I was at a major Kansas City metropolitan yeah, was in high school. Town. We had, we had a cop. We had an assigned cop, and he ended up getting in trouble for fucking uh, students. So. Well, that's lovely. Someone but added us and said, they're about to unveil the new DeLorean. They already did that, though. Yeah, I saw that today. And there were some fake ones, like, over the past couple months of people, like, doing concept art of their own. So, um, anyhow, the fact that so many schools, <laughs> even after Columbine, so it, when Columbine happened, I was in junior high. Because my junior high went 7, 8, 9, and then it was 10, 11, 12 for the high school there, right? And even by that summer between freshman year and sophomore year, that high school had fucking cameras everywhere and all the doors locked. So you could not get out. You could go out a door, but you couldn't get back in, right? And that's obviously a safety thing. Just in case you need to evacuate the building, you can't. But you'd have to go in through the front door. That's why when there was a shooting at that school earlier this year, they went through and they shot in the admin's office and stopped basically anything major from going on there when the school resource officer handled that correctly here you have police that just fucking cower <laughs> we should almost cover uh bowling for columbine you almost need to but it's fucking crazy i have that one on dvd actually because it's still a solid one holds up except for the Marilyn manson bit <laughs> yeah yeah no it's just crazy to see how people are so torn like something's got to be done here right and everyone's like well fuck socialism fuck that you're like well you need some sort of mental health component that's not a cure-all i get that right because someone can only get help if they want the help fuck socialism they say as they want to turn our schools into prisons yeah with so that's you know well when you're spending really more money on schools for free <laughs> for i don't have children fuck your kids i don't want to spend money on your fucking kids school that's socialism that's what i would say to these people it's yeah. a form of, I mean, it's a form of socialism. Yeah, people always think it's just socialism is just that's Marx, why, Marxism. Or free, I mean, the free, police free college is the same well, thing as free elementary socialism. school, baby. Well, high school yeah. didn't used to be free either. Or, well, I mean, it exactly. used to pay tuition to go to high school. Yeah, but when you look at, like, fire departments, police departments, which this whole, the police department, in my personal opinion, needs to all quit or be fired and resign. Or everyone that was on that site that day needs to leave town and never be allowed in law enforcement again. Because I don't care if your boss says something. If you know the difference between right and wrong, you're not going to listen to what your boss says. You're going to fucking do the right thing as a fucking human. Yeah, like the people who fucking went and got <laughs> their own kids. Yes. Well, the cop that went in and is gonna, got his own kids. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how That's, to feel about that. That's fucked. But why would? But you, also, I mean, I get but it. You but have also the motivation fucked. to stop like the what, shooter. Um, then, if you have your own kid in there, why don't you have the motivation to go shoot that motherfucker? I don't know. What if he's already killed your kid at that point? You don't know. It's One of the cops apparently in that town, I think, did lose a kid. Yeah. I think that did happen. Probably. I mean, I've heard so many different things about this. They thing. all had kids in there. So I'm not 100 you know, accurate. I'm not reporting are. on any of this. You know, but I'm just saying it's all our personal commentary and opinion or, or, about or, or someone's that kid. I've someone's heard, kid that he knows. It's not like I'm out there listening to unreliable sources or anything, but. You know, I am just saying. Yeah, take we're not it with a, a, we're not a news source. So. No, and I'm not just looking at one website, right? This is right. a multitude of news sites because that's the only way to get the whole story. 
Breitbart, Infowars, Fox News. Ben Shapiro's podcast is my main source, you know, of course. Wet ass P word. (laughs) Yeah, he wouldn't know what that's like. Is that what he said? You want to, how do we get to uh, a better place? Um, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't transition here to um, the summer of Santa Carla. I can't do it. There's not a good way to do this. Well, well, I have a topic. What do you want to talk about, Nick? It would segue really well in the Top Gun, but I guess we should have waited to do this stuff. Still, <laughs> no, you, you need still to get it off. It's, it's pertinent and relevant. Okay, so let's talk a few other things real quick then. Right, so you're angry end, of, end of our rant, no. But I have um, an angry thing to rant about. I can just talk about it during Top Gun, that's fine. Because it happened at the theater. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I'll t- carry your rant away right, and then we'll carry it back. Okay. I got a few other things we'll hit on before the movie. Though. You want me to do mine? I don't know what's happening. Take it away, son. Okay, well, I was at the theater last night, and it was packed. Everyone yep. on each side of me, you know. Holiday I'm weekend. I'm stuck in the middle of strangers. Okay, a guy on the left on me is always checking his phone. Woman on the right of me, banging her head to danger zone, old lady. Guy in front of me sits like a fucking statue through the whole thing with spiked hair, so I got his stupid fucking head in the screen the whole time. Guy left to him has... What is it with the AMC? Let like, me interrupt you real quick. My what? chair's been vibrating, and I've been trying to figure out what it is. Is it your phone? No, but Booger is resting his head oh, on the bars and snoring. snoring. Oh, that's, that's right on his voice box. But the guy to the left of him, they got like these half boxes that they put popcorn in, and I guess he's got his salt and whatever else. So he's constantly shaking it. Oh, God. Oh, Christ. But this is even before the movie. He eats, I mean, just constantly. I'm just... Like, if he had done one, that one time, like, a second longer, I was going to knock out of his fucking hand. Because he's, <laughs> he's leaning all the way back so I can see everything he's doing. And he's just constantly, like, puts one in his mouth, puts another one in his mouth. And that just see, seeing it in my vision is driving me nuts. He's constantly shaking it. Fucking human. He's got, like, the smallest drink possible. So he drinks his entire drink before the movie starts. So the rest of the movie, he's loudly shaking the ice and dumping some into his mouth through the whole fucking movie. Right. Man, I, I gotta say, I haven't had a bad movie experience in a long time. I don't time. normally go when it's packed for this very reason. Exactly. Because at least I'm far away from people. But I, by the time I got my tickets, there was like one empty seat here and there in the middle of a crowd. So I couldn't get away. I, uh, Unless I sat in the very front row or when something. When I bought my ticket, there were no other people had, who had bought it. Yeah. It was Thursday night at 10.30. Well, I forgot about the fucking holiday today. So I thought Sunday night, 10.30, there's not going to be that many people there. But it's a holiday weekend. And that's no, I did Thursday at 6.15 p.m., yeah. but the thing is, man, and it's just like when we saw Spider-Man at noon on Friday because we couldn't go Thursday night. It's like when I go, I always try to hit that first release night, that preview night on Thursday or before the general Sometimes audience that's goes. that's busy too, though. Yeah, but I don't care how busy it is. I don't have rude people in there because they're such diehard fans. Yeah, like especially like that. Really like when we went to see No Time to Die. That was a yeah, like crowd. that was a great crowd for as big as that was because that was damn near sold out on IMAX there. That was a huge crowd. Yeah. Um, but if you, yeah, I, I totally fucking get it. idiots, though. I get it, man. I should, I, I can't sit in the front row, though, because it's IMAX. I would have been. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. IMAX, you No gotta, one was in the first four, four rows. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't even know why they have those in theaters anymore, to be honest with Especially you. Especially in IMAX. Like, you could put a couch row down there or something and just have, like, one lower level row, but. But why did you get the smallest drink? Then all he had was ice through the whole movie. And somehow that ice lasted, because he was. Probably fucking got the free water cup and fucking filled it with ice like a cheap. It was a small cup. He probably yeah. needed the ice because his throat hurted. 
you know, from all the he ate the whole fucking of thing of popcorn before the movie started. Well, and that's another thing. I guess if you eat that much sodium before any water you drink the, after the fact, you won't have to pee in the movie. The movie you'll be holding on to water weight. I don't yeah. normally pay attention to the times, but the movie started twenty five minutes after its start time. They always do. Because of trailers. Like, that's well, then why, they do trailers. And that's then why they, I always show up and then they do the bullshit. midway through the trailers. And much. then when I thought the shit was done, Nicole, the Nicole Kidman fucking thing came on. I hate and that I was like, thing so much. For fuck's sake. I fucking hate but that thing. But every trailer and every ad and everything. It goes I, on way too fucking long. It's the long. same trailer. And she rants and rants on. I fucking hate it I so much. I thought we were done. And here's her fucking plastic CGI face. I don't even know which one. Right. It's better it than CGI? those little fucking coke machines. Is she machine. aged in that or what? I don't fucking that's know. That's just a CGI model. That's not even hardly her. She yeah. just did a voiceover. <laughs> May as well. Like, for fuck's sake, start the fucking movie. Well, I get that, you know, there's still people that haven't been back to the theater yet since the pandemic, but, like, holy shit. I you never stopped going. A, you could have had a five-second well, version of that. I don't want to miss trailers, but I don't think about the fact that I've gone frequently enough. It's the same trailers I've already seen. and Yeah, I should have got there late. Yeah, no, that's what I did. Like, I even walked in, and, like, in a, I think I walked in in the middle you of the always, floor. You trailer. always get that. Yeah, I'm like, who the I'm, fuck is Justin? He's going to miss the beginning. No, I'm not. I'm just going to fucking skip 30 minutes of fucking previews that I've already seen a million times at home because we probably talked about them on here, anything that mattered to me. But why, don't, <laughs> why don't they put the time that the movie's actually going to start? Or put both times, I don't know. Because how else are they supposed to draw you back into the movies? That's why they were called trailers when they used to be after I've the movie. I've already seen them. This is how you know you're old. This is what you're complaining about. Yeah, anyway. I'm, okay. I'm just saying all people, of us kind of are, are fucking annoying. Dumb shit, but. I always thought people were annoying even when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a few other things. I have not even had a chance to touch on Stranger Things yet. I've touched it. We're not going to review that yet. No, but I'm just saying. I've seen it. it. He's seen it all, right? Mm-hmm. I, I saw it all. Justin I need to I watch it all again, it. but. I haven't watched any of it. I just had, I had my kids this weekend. It was too busy. I did see both episodes of Obi-Wan. Which I did quite enjoy. There's a few things that oh, I would... Are we reviewing that now? I mean, we can briefly talk about video. it. We yeah, we'll briefly video? talk about it here. We can talk about it here. Yeah. I don't, are we, we're not doing a water cooler cult breakdown in this one, are we? No, we'll just... It's only six episodes, so maybe we'll do a general review at the very end and talk about everything. Oh, I but, thought we were going to do a review video. I mean, we didn't plan on it, so I didn't I take know. notes. Yeah, but... Well, um, all right, well, we'll talk about it a little bit here then. That's what I was going to say. We can just talk about it briefly because it's like... Uh, I did enjoy most of it. I was pretty stoked just seeing him exist for a while, you know, like his day shocked for shit. the first 30 yeah. minutes in general, just that we were seeing this. Yeah, just the general uh, atmosphere there. And I like how they got off Tatooine quick, because I was worried about yeah. that. Yes. <laughs> that was my biggest concern with this series, is like, please, God, There's don't too make much. another fucking sand season. It's too much Tatooine. Yeah. There's just too much Tatooine. Well, it's because shooting in the desert's cheap and easy, and there's nobody around. While shooting on a sound a stage that has deserts behind <laughs> you is care. easy, too. Yeah, or just bringing in a pile of sand off the beach that's nearby you to put on your sand desert now. Yeah, like fucking Brian Wilson's living room. <laughs> he used to have a fucking sand pit with a piano in it in his living room. Yeah. Fucking nut job. But I love the guy. Oh, apparently. Because I relate, because I am also nut Apparently job. people criticize that Disney didn't put a warning because of the school massacre in the beginning. They've since added a warning. Uh, oh, when I watched it, it had the warning, and that was like... I watched it as soon as it dropped, so like 2, a, 2 a.m., 2.30. So. You did not have it when you or watched not, it? Oh, wait. No, yeah, you watched it before me, because they ended up dropping it early, didn't they? Yeah, they dropped it. I don't it. remember a warning. It dropped at 11 p.m. Oh, wait, Obi-Wan? Yeah. 
Oh, no. Stranger Things had a warning, though, too. Yeah, I heard because that. Because it also has some sort of children in terror, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. But Star Wars, uh, Disney's retroactively yeah, no. added a warning to... No, that wasn't on there Thursday. At, yeah, yeah, it wasn't one I watched. I think they might have just added it today or something. That's Thursday at 11. I was confusing it because I did see one for Stranger Things. Okay, yeah. I, yeah, I heard that they did that. No, because for me, like, I was at home. Liz and I were just winding down and then Alex like hey it's gonna drop early and I'm like okay he's like 10 and he's like I mean 11 and I'm like fuck well it's cause I read it said 9pm yeah. but it's it 9 was, pacific yeah yeah the way they were I was like nobody ever says pacific yeah it's all the Disney shit drops at pacific time which is annoying as fuck yeah it's, it's usually midnight and then it's 2am here either way though so I watched must have been the hours be- between the hours of midnight and 2am yeah so I, I gotta watch it uh That's I don't long, know but they're trying to do like the uh uh, I guess I wasn't quite expecting the Leia thing, but that makes a lot of sense, yeah, which is good I. because it was, I wasn't, you know, I was like, oh, great. Are we just going to watch him jerk off to Luke in the desert the whole time? I was like, I, fucking I, knew, that, I knew that wasn't going to happen. Like, I mean, he wasn't going to stay. He was going to go on an adventure. Yes, to watching him jerk off, just not with Luke around. Well, he doesn't need to be an Obi-Wan character. I mean, if you're going to watch that, I mean, who gives a shit? True. Plus, if you really want to see uh, Ewan and his almighty, you need to go back and check out Train Spotting. Highly different style of movie, but great nonetheless. Well, you can also see him fuck Jim Carrey in that movie, uh, I Love You, Philip Morris. Oh. Interesting. They have sex. Kinky. And love. They make love. Sex. Love. I didn't, I didn't think they'd overdid any nostalgia or anything like that. No, no like, this feels I like the fresh tone enough. of it. And um, what are you talking about? Star Wars. Oh. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. I was like, wait. Are we talking about Top Gun? Um, no, not yet. <laughs> no. No, so I thought the first two episodes... That's true of Top Gun also, yeah. (laughs) That first episode, I think, was a great setup for it, right? That's something you couldn't have done in an Obi-Wan movie. It would have been, you know, it would have been five minutes of that, like, all through speed dial. Mm. So you get a little bit more breathing time in here. Yeah, Yeah, the Inquisitor stuff's interesting. Some of the Leia stuff is bullshit, though, let's be honest. Like, uh, the people not being able to catch her in the woods, and then Obi-Wan not being able to catch her. It was kind of like, all right. Somebody fucking karate chopped this child in the throat. Well, Obi-Wan could have force grabbed her then in the alley when no one was looking because she needed to prove to her he anyway. He could have done a But instead lot of he things. waits until she's fallen like, off the fucking Like not hobbled cliff. through crowds and been like, no, stop. He was Willy Wonka when the kids were drowning in the chocolate. That's what he was. Yes. No, help, police, murder. <laughs> yeah, and I did like that on him, though. Like, it's kind of that tired, like, fuck this shit, Obi-Wan, because, you know... He's well, mellowed out a little bit well, by episode I think he four. hasn't used the force in like 10 years. Yeah, yeah uh, that, that whole thing's a little... Mm, I don't know. What, the one thing I don't get is why he buried... He doesn't the, use it in his day-to-day life when he's alone in a cave? Maybe not. I would. He'd be fucking dumb not to. Yeah, you think he would still be force-talking to Qui-Gon and Yoda, right? You know, Apparently he has been. Yeah, but we're going to see Liam Neeson by the end. Yeah, I was wondering if yeah. we were going to see him here in the first Well, time. I don't even know if we'll see him, but I, be, I imagine we'll hear him at some point, right? they got to do a ghost be. version of him. Give me, give me a yeah. Force ghost, Liam Neeson. I'm here for it. I need that. Well, maybe you'll see, like, Yoda get him to that to connect him and, like, have that in there, too. I could see that going. Hmm. The boy is too old. You Been th- too long since I've seen your elephant snout. Do you think, <laughs> you think it's dumb <laughs> that the Empire just assumes that Yoda's died of old age? Even though he was... Even though he was uh, perfe- perfectly ap- active 10 years earlier. I don't know, but spoiler warnings if you haven't seen this. So I did think it was oh, pretty interesting when he finds spoilers. out that uh, Anakin's alive. But if you had the Force, would you not be able to feel that? That he was still survived all that shit? The dark side clouds. Because who are they protecting him from otherwise? Just the Emperor? 
right? Well, they just call they just call him Darth Vader. They don't call him oh. Anakin. Yeah, but I think he knew him as Darth Vader. Though, That's didn't what he? I thought too. I don't know who knew him as Darth Vader. Obi Wan. Obi Wan. By the end of I don't Revenge think of so. Fist. Well, Emperor's just I haven't watched it in a while, but Emperor's just like you should be known as Darth Vader. I don't know if Obi Wan knew that. Mm. I'm sure. You're... I don't think he ever said, "Hey, I'm called Darth Vader now." Well, that's true. I don't know what yeah. they're implying. I, with that. I think it's fine. I don't remember that. So, but yeah, it he is did, interesting he didn't that know he was, was like, alive, though. He's alive. Well, he's he's got like a, a traumatic reaction to it. Yeah, the Inquisitors yeah, are interesting because they've. It's like I killed him pretty good. They were pretty uh, heavy in some of the animated stuff, right? Yeah. So was that in? Mostly rebels. Uh, the guy that fuck if I know dies is in rebels, which takes place after this. So okay, he must survive somehow, unless they're wanting to retcon it. But. Yeah, that's an interesting time because like you're dealing with a lot of timeline things here. So but they're they seem to want to stick to their the canon that's been established since Disney took over. So well, all the animated stuff I think is still supposed to be there. Yeah, all the cartoons, everything else, any of the other animated Clone Wars characters, and anything after that is supposed to be canon. Yeah. I was gonna say any of the characters that we've seen appear in live action form that originated in animated form have so far been. Pretty I was stoked to at the opening of Obi Wan though. Showing yeah. the. <gasps> the I thought the we were going to see kind of thing. I yeah. thought we were going to see yeah. Anakin. Mowing down some kids again. I didn't know if we were going to see that. I thought we were going to see something interesting. It, it seems, was it seems fascinating. Kinda, it just seems kind of kinda disconnected, was, though. Like it didn't come up again later. Well, we're only two episodes in yeah. as well. So, but they I did think. a pretty long ass reprise though in the beginning. Though they showed last time on Star Wars. Yeah, but not everyone's going to watch fucking nine hours of movies to fucking get right. to the TV. But series, I'm saying they so. did. They did do that, but then they do a flashback to the. You the only need like thing. what six hours? Seven hours? Eight? The prequels. Are, yeah, usually yeah. prequels is all you need for this. No, I guess that's true. Prequels and uh, Solo? You solo probably don't need Solo. No, it's not necessary. Probably like not necessary, but roughly I'm trying to remember. The same era, I guess. about the same time. Maybe after, even. Some yeah. of it, I don't know. But yeah. I'm, uh, is Leia going to be running around with them through the whole series? Because it's like Grogu all over again. Where it's, <laughs> I think it's going to be kind of a dark gritty serious thing and now we got this cute little fucker running around and being cute yeah, yeah. we'll see I don't know. it works a little bit better for me at least with leia i guess well she can communicate and we know well we i, see, did, we I see didn't her expect a... cute little grogu in the fucking bounty hunter series i, I don't know everyone no. else loves it but i think it's dumb as shit i just mean as far as <laughs> young leia we know that leia is a strong independent person mm-hmm. and then seeing her like kind of have those characteristics that's always like oh you're bossy as a little girl like you never want to tell a little girl that because then they're going to fucking raise a weak child right so the fact that she's strong as a young person just explains so much of our adult character that we get to meet later yeah on. but she is jokingly hilariously yeah but strong she's, and adult to the point where it's laughable yeah it's it's over yeah, i hope she gets a little more again the, a little that's more the big bothersome child yeah also just how long it took them to catch her in the woods man was fucking pathetic it looks so not even a scene you should have had in there and then the one other thing that like just kind of threw me off guard thinking about it, not when I was watching it, was just like, you know, when Leia leaves the message on R two D two for Obi Wan in Episode four, Obi Wan Kenobi. Years ago, you served my father in the Clone Wars, and then it's this whole thing where you're like, Hey, remember that time you saved me? Maybe he does a memory wipe on her. I so mean, there could he be something have, like that. She doesn't tell anyone know. about. Obi- I don't know. I don't know. It's they the whole they thing. could explain it. It's. I'll give it a- 
I mean, you got to retcon some of the stuff to be able to go and add a story in, possibly. But at the same time, you're like, am I overthinking that? It was just something I thought about and noticed. Like, huh, wonder what they're going to do with that to make it make more sense. That's kind of my main thought was. Hmm. But uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on Obi One? Maybe they didn't need to involve satellite. I don't know. I like I like the cameo of what's his name as the clone trooper. Boba Fett guy. Oh yeah, that's funny. Morrison, more, more, whatever. Help a homeless right? vet or whatever. Yeah, he was good, and then obviously Flea that, played. Is that the, the only uh, time he's ever, since the prequels, he's played a clone trooper? As far as I know. Hmm. Was I he not doing this. the? Was he not doing any of the voice work, on the animated series? I don't remember. Shit, I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't but, watched the but live action wise. I mean, uh, I don't think he did, but I don't. I'm not sure. Anyway, that's pretty much Kenobi. So let's jump into uh, the next segment here. A little palate cleanser for you. I had to talk about Obi Wan Kenobi, Obi G Wan Kenobi. Now that now that Disney owns Fox, can't they put the Fox shit in front of Star Wars again? Oh, I missed that. I don't think that. Well, if they were gonna do it, they would just do I that know, they'd sneaky have to move shit around. But no, they would just yeah. redo it with the twentieth uh, century studios that they've rebranded for everything. I just with missed that. that music before a long time ago. Stuff, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> That always like set the vibe, right? Yeah. It really gave you that emotional response. They even which, put it on the soundtrack for the Star Wars movies. They put the 20th Century Fox which, fanfare music on it. Speaking of music giving you the fucking emotional vibe, holy shit. Top when Gun fucking Top Gun Maverick out. starts out that way? I about, yeah, I, I teared up during the, uh, the uh, just that music kicking in at the beginning. And I'm not a huge <laughs> Top Gun guy. At the same time, I'm I was, like, I, I like it. At the same time, I was like, oh no. This I, is going to be the movie. <laughs> but that's really the only time. The music I, felt I like wanted it. all of the callbacks to. They didn't do "Take My Breath Away." They didn't do a lot of them. They did. Yeah. Well, I thought that one. They did the big one was "Great Balls of Fire" for the emotional response. Yeah, which is yep. like, but that goodness that, gracious, I married my thirteen-year-old cousin. But that was in yeah. universe. That, yeah, that was a whole thing about rock and roll and all that. But that's a topic for another day. <laughs> I can't hear that song without thinking about that. And I, people revere him in Mississippi and shit. It's just weird. Was that song about? Well, same thing with Elvis. He was a petter, too. Songs about ball disease. Your balls are burning. They were yeah. all pedals back in the day. Yep. Anyway, so Top Gun Maverick <laughs> starts off with what the What a weird But it was called Top Normal Maverick. back then. They talked about how Jerry Lee Lewis is into children and shit. <laughs> well, it's fucking, fucking weird. In, worth bringing up because they're paying, his, well, they're paying him money to do this still. Mm-hmm. He hasn't kicked a bucket yet, has he? I don't think. Really? Um, obviously there was no love and feeling. She didn't lose that. She still has it somewhere. Mm-mm. Um, there was no Mighty Wings. That was the one that hurt the most for me. Yeah. Man. I fucking love that song. That I've told been you there. before, man, like they're on that first soundtrack, but the score is amazing. And the score to this movie is very interesting just mm. in the, from the music perspective that it's, we didn't have the tragedy music either. I don't remember what it's called on the score, but the, yeah. That little Spanish like nylon string guitar. Mm. Yeah. That music makes me so fucking sad. Uh-huh. 
I was thinking about that. I was listening to that, you know, some of these scores, the first score and this score on the way over, and I was but, like, man, I should play that, like, when I die and, like, just have everyone fucking tear up. But, like, uh, Justin's dead. I'm proud of I him. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm proud of him for not... I'm proud of him for not doing it, though. For if not. I'm still alive, I'll do a Top Gun funeral for you, so I'll dress up as a Maverick, and I'll go and put my arms flying? around the coffin. I'll go, I'll goose! I'll goose! Well, I want to get burned, so... I'll do it with... The urn? Yeah, the urn, then it's fine. Hey, <laughs> oh, yes. You mean cremated? I want my urn to be of burned. Ernest P. Worrell, so you can say, <laughs> so I can be Ernest P. Worrell. <laughs> Only spelled incorrectly. Anyway, let me get back on track here. Yeah, so this music was great. Mm. Harold Faltemeyer, Hans Zimmer, and Lady Gaga all get writing credit, which you can tell they've updated some of the main score stuff significantly, and I guess that song Lady Gaga wrote that's on here is mm. a single... Is that the beach song? No, that's the song Love at the Republic. Very yeah, it's the oh, okay, song yeah, at the end. Right. Yeah, but yeah, she I didn't like that song. Some of her that's fine. Well, some of the piano music and stuff from that, like this is her first time helping with the score. So I thought it was pretty interesting. You had three composers in there, right? If you listen to the original, it's very much like eighties. Isn't Harold Faltermeyer dead? No, he's not. No. I'm pretty sure they just gave him credits because he wrote the original stuff. No, he worked. All three of them worked on this together. Mm. They didn't get just credit. They brought in Hans Zimmer because they wanted the more orchestral sound because the first movie is... I definitely hear his music during the end. Well, they also dedicated it to Tony Scott. And here's the thing. Tony Scott uh, directed the original Top Gun. But I I was going to go somewhere else with that. I was going to say that he also worked with Hans Zimmer um, on True Romance. Yeah, and, and Hans Zimmer worked with Tom Cruise on Rain Man and Mission Impossible 2 and a bunch of others, so it makes sense. Um, but the Lady Gaga piece, you know, they took that pop song of hers and added that to the score in other spots that where they kind of shoehorned it in, which I didn't notice, but when I was listening back after reading that, I was like, huh, interesting. Hmm. Guitar players, though, they changed out. The Smiths guitar player played on the new Johnny Marr? Uh-huh. That's fucking weird. Yep, instead of, uh, what's his name? Yeah. That's bizarre as hell. Yeah, I guess he was he was around, hanging around or whatever, and they said, yeah, uh, he's uh, going to be on here. Because it was... Uh, who, who played guitar? For, Steve Stevens played on the original. Which, I kind of like that performance better just because I like the fucking, like, the effects on the pedals and shit sounding there. Like, it's real fucking... I haven't listened games. to the new score versions of things. <clears throat> I guess I'll have to do that, but... Compare. Here's the thing, Take My Breath Away has several different versions about how it sounds. Mm-hmm. There's a film version, there's a... Sa- like, the one that appears in the movie is different than the one on the soundtrack and the different from the single version and shit. Mm-hmm. They all sound wildly different. But there's, like... I don't even know which one it is because I have them separated on playlists, but, like, uh, one of them, just the synth bass is... Money, and the other money. mixes are and the others, yeah. they're, they're, they're just They're good still. They're just not as good. So, for as many member berries as this movie had like it's like watching a star wars movie to me is how this felt because it felt right right you get the title credits you get the little information blurb yeah about they, top played, gun, they which played credits that in the beginning fucking of a movie. that hit so fucking hard that, Didn't that it? was that that's what i forgot about and here's the thing like it was actually up there <laughs> long enough for you to fucking read it this time yes what the credit no, the thing about the Top Gun school. Oh, yeah. Which I'm surprised they didn't update it. They kept now, it basically they, word for I word. I loved it. Even though Top Gun... Uh, Why do they call it Top Gun Maverick? Why would they do that? That doesn't make sense. The story's about Maverick and his career. No, no, Gun. this is the students... Shh, oh, never mind. Nick. Shh. And where did they get all the screenshots from the first movie to put on their wall? 
We have the <laughs> copy of Top Gun right here. <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise has a copy of Top Gun. Let's go see how we win this battle. He printed so, off screenshots and put on his wall. <laughs> I know they did it twice in there, which they they could have cut out the first one for me. So when you're in that airplane hangar that's at the test base station, and you see all the pictures of Goose hanging up on the wall with Maverick, and you're like, okay, cool. It didn't have quite the emotional impact on me until the end when you go back and you see Rooster in there with it. And you see Rooster saying that like he actually gave a fuck about his dad. He's not this prick that he thought he was. So this movie kind of avoided some of the tropes that I thought we were going to see in there. It felt mm. almost like a... Actually, it felt very tropey to me, but the tropes felt like they just did them well. That's all. Mm. They like weren't... the whole... I guess I, guess I, was I am going, going back, back to the thing, thing that, that I did. did. Grizzled old man. Mm-hmm. And then he has the the thing of, uh, I'm kicked out of the military, but oh no, they also I'm I'm maverick, so I'm a real maverick. I got to do a maverick thing and just do this plane and yeah. prove these things to people and shit. I, I very much enjoyed it. It's very tropey, but I think the tropes were just done well. That yeah, you don't care. I guess that's or true. I don't care. They're they're written well enough that it makes the story actually carry well. Um, the second half of this movie was pretty good. I really enjoyed that. Now, the obviously, the whole fucking thing is amazingly shot. Like, all the fucking flight sequences are fucking pure gold. And as I said going into this, like, this movie could suck, but as long as the flight sequences look good, I don't give a fuck. And goddamn, did they deliver. Looks amazing. Yeah. It's, uh, the flying shit's amazing. It's crazy that they fucking shot it the way they did. Uh, I don't give a fuck about the love story. That's really bad. It's really tacked on. Yeah. Um, it, they didn't do a good job with it at all. Was like it even in the boring. original filming, and they're like, oh, wait, we need a love story, and then they went back. And no, because it's it's very like, okay, I'm a diehard Top Gun fan, right? So for the first movie, I've seen it probably, I mean, as a child, I probably saw that as many times as I saw Ghostbusters. Now, since then, I've watched Ghostbusters Her character's not in the first one, right? No, but she's mentioned. She's, she's mentioned the Admiral's one. daughter that uh, okay. they mentioned about hitting him get kicked out. I'm like... It just seems like I should know this character I, that's already. That's what I figured. I figured there's some sort of reference to this character. That's the reference Because you they're kind of acting like he already knows her. Otherwise, they would have just introduced her, I felt like. So she had to have been a reference, but I didn't get the reference because like, yeah, I'm not she, a diamond That's person. the thing. We don't get to see him meet and fall in love. You know, it's no. kind of like we're missing something. It made yeah. sense to me. Now, was it as intense as like him falling in love with his instructor and the whole like taboo level of, like, we shouldn't be doing this because we're trying to teach? No, but this just shows an old man that, like, never fucking settled down because he is afraid of commitment is kind of what I took from that. And so you finally see him, like, getting tamed, right? Commitment? You don't know the first thing about commitment. Like a house and those things. I know her name. <laughs> yeah, no, so that, that's her character, which I think worked out well. And then they knew the kid and stuff. So I thought I didn't hate the love scene in there. It felt... I hate it all of it's it. Just dis it's too disconnected from everything that else, was, I like. I, I was genuinely cringing during most of it, but the rest of it I liked. So well, My big issue with it is that you just didn't have enough context to understand it. Besides, like, the exactly. one line and one admiral's daughter from the first Top Gun, we, which is named We Penny can't feel anything for their relationship if we didn't see it develop originally. And so they immediately show us that, like, she sees him there and doesn't expect to see him there, so I'm assuming they met... You know, at some point, so that was, you know, you're you going to have to. Only you're been, missing all that had, context. So it like, had been three years since they last saw each other, right? And then three years since then. But it sounds like, right. you know, that's been his on again, off again mm -hmm. love interest his whole life. Mm -hmm. You know, because even the daughter's like, don't break her heart again. Right. Now, uh, let's talk about the, the other little love story that I do like. Val Kilmer. Yes. Holy fuck. That was powerful, wasn't it? 
I was like feeling during that scene. Well, I saw his name in the opening credits, and I'm like, okay, so he's definitely in this. And well, then, I already and knew then he was he, definitely well, yeah, in it. But, but then he's texting him, and I'm like, okay, what are they going to do? And then we see him. I figured we'd get one scene with him for sure, yeah. And then yeah. I was like, is he? I don't. I guess he's not going to talk. And then he talked. I was like, wow. Well, and I wasn't 100% sure on timing. You know, I, I wasn't sure if they'd done any stuff on there on yeah, I wasn't before either. the throat cancer or not, so I wasn't sure if he was going to talk or not. But then as soon as we saw him, I was like, okay. Because he can't talk at all now, right? No, he's, he uses a voice... One yeah, of voice yeah. boxes for it, yeah. I haven't watched this documentary yet. I've heard that's really good, but yeah, that was pretty I'm emotional. Dying to watch it. But I also liked how you know he was there to bail him out his whole career just because <laughs> yeah. of that respect they had, right? And obviously that would realistically that would happen. Somebody that, saved your life in combat, and you're gonna like have that. And death. his his dying worked in the story really well because he no longer had that protection. Yeah, no, I thought that was really well written there. I mean, it just happens to suck that you know that's what Val Kemmer is really facing. At least he's still with yeah, us. That's going to be pretty dark Well, that's him. the thing is it, it works because here's the thing. They are just repeating a trope from the first movie of killing a friend of his. But they're yeah. doing it in a way that you don't, you're not sitting there going, oh, come on, really? You're doing this again? You're not even thinking yeah. about that. You're just enveloped he, in the moment. He so. looked pretty good too, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I think uh, it was different enough too, right? Because they kept teasing that they're going to kill these pilots in these training sequences. Right. And they don't actually do it. Yeah. I was like, you know, that would be too much to just fucking repeat that again. That's what I was telling you guys. I earlier. was expecting it too. When that guy passed out, I was like, okay, is he gonna die? And then they do a bait and switch where the other plane catches on fire, and I'm like, is one of them gonna? They die? did it at the end too, again with, oh no, yeah. Rooster's Tom gonna Cruise die. Got, nope. Tom nope, Cruise Mavericks. got shot done. Oh. You know, I thought they did that too many times, where that last second somebody swoops in and blows up as they're launching missiles. They did they that did. twice. It felt like, like don't do that twice. Well, the exact same. Here's way. the thing: somebody should have, as soon as they did that. Should have said, "Woo! Now let's blow this thing and go home." Like, cause fucking it, man. Yeah. Well, that guy, he does the, he doesn't use his targeting computer. Exactly. He uses the force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cause I saw people like, "Oh, you mean Top Gun Two? I mean, A New Hope?" And I'm like, "What? What?" It was before I saw it. I was like, "Why are they comparing this to A New Hope?" Here's the thing, though. Like, it felt fresh because they're training for a special mission that no one's ever done, right? Okay, so that automatically makes it stand out. He's not just teaching some new fucking. Yeah, I, I like. I thought that worked pretty well for I like me. That. This is, it was about an actual military mission, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and the first one, it's like, hey, all of a sudden we've got orders to go back yeah. because some boat broke down and fucking crossed <laughs> a, a line in the ocean. It's basically that. And Same with the end of Stripes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's so just one of those that I think, yeah, this one was better written as far as the military mission aspect of it the mission in the last one is just like hey uh a boat broke down and it sailed mm. off course so now we needed you guys to go fly air support for it and you're like okay the only time in this movie that i almost cringed but it wasn't a cringe it was just like holy fuck because you know having the toy line for the kids i basically have all the different airplanes that came out in the um, matchbox line and the aircraft carrier and all that shit so i had the dark star and i was like oh when i saw the dark star i was like cool i already knew what that was called it was an airplane you know, the experimental airplane, and then you see everything else, and then you see, like, the Rogue Nation F-35, which they didn't ever call it that, and then, like, the uh, Rogue Nation F-14. And so I was like, is that originally I was thinking that was going to be a callback, but once they said there's a couple F-14s and F-35s or, you know, next-generation aircraft, whatever they kept calling it in the movie. For, Generation 5 or... Uh, yeah. Something. Yeah, I like that. That was... It's basically the Ecto-1 scene. Mm -hmm. of getting the Ecto-1 <laughs> running again. You know, that that yeah. kind of a thing where you're like, oh, I want to see this. I like this. I want them in an F-14 together. That's fine with me. Rem remember when Goose, yeah. Goose connects the wires to his ghost? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. To fix it, so it start. <laughs> That's what happened with the radar. That's why the radar worked. Yep. No, I do appreciate that though. That felt. Then they found a crunch bar in, in the back seat. <laughs> yeah. No, yep. what would be the Top Gun equivalent? There's gotta be something else. No, I mean I think the fact that once they mentioned on that airstrike force, and I hadn't seen an F-14 yet, I was like, oh, that's what they're doing. Okay, that's how they're going to get out of there. Probably be a Diet Pepsi. And the then as soon as they shot down the Maverick's Pepsi can in his jumpsuit, <laughs> you know, as soon as Maverick sacrifices himself for Rooster's plan and gets shot down, I was like, okay, yeah, Maverick's going to crash land, and now this movie has turned into behind enemy lines, but he's going to steal an airplane to get out of there like an Iron Eagle. <laughs> so. Um, I try not to think, try to predict what a movie's going to do, but it's for me. It was just I so knew obvious. he was going to get shot down. I didn't know if he would die or not. But no, I knew what, he was going to get shot down. So once he got somebody. shot down, I knew he was going to go take that F fourteen off that airbase. Now I didn't know how they're going to get it off there after they blew up the runway, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I was wondering that too. It was still fun, and like the fact that those two like kind of had this bond together at the end, I think really worked. Yeah. And I did like the tension they had in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I uh, thought he was just mad at him because his dad died. No, the whole background because he kept him out of the, the papers, service for yeah. four years. What I mean, yeah. Before that was revealed, I was like, he's just mad at him because his dad died. No, because he probably thought it was his fault. Was my yeah. understanding, but yeah. Yeah, but then they did the the papers thing. Well, just like Maverick's dad in the first movie. That one, I mean, that was another callback, but different enough that you're like, hey, you're finding out. Which I guess is that similarity, which is probably why Maverick understands so well. Is because what I'm about to tell you is classified. Yeah. Now <laughs> the, your those, mom, your mom didn't want you in. Those were a couple of cameos they should have fucking put in, and they should have been at Iceman's funeral only. They could have had uh, what Principal Strickland in there and uh, <laughs> Tom Skerritt come back. Yeah, I was well, I was wondering about that. Some yeah. of those guys could have been because they're still alive today, so they easily could have gone to someone's uh, funeral. Were any of them in the funeral scene? Not the funeral scene, but did we watch the same movie? Hold on a second. Why? What did we miss? Hold on. I was also expecting to see Ed Harris again, too. He's only in the beginning. Yeah, I figured he was going to be. He's going to come back, like, in the first movie. He's going to look it up now. Did we miss something? Yes, I think you did. I got up and pissed once during this movie. I did not. I didn't have to pee the whole thing. I did good. I didn't drink as much while I was watching it either. I snuck in my little 20 ounce. And oh, just a bottle. Just drink a little bit. What'd you find out? Huh? Were you mm. wrong or was I wrong? I'm pretty sure I was wrong here. Because I wasn't high. You probably were. I didn't were. see any uh, cameos like that. Anyway. That's the only thing I thought was kind of missing from I this. I thought they would be in it somewhere. Now, the way they wrote Meg Ryan out was pretty cool, I thought. Just saying that she had passed and that Maverick didn't ever tell him that because he wanted to, like, not have her yeah, that re- level of resentment, which makes sense, right? You would kind of keep that secret for a family friend after you killed her husband. Like, why would you want your kid <laughs> to hate the He was cleared of all wrongdoing. It was just an accident. Yeah, but they probably never had that conversation. I wonder if he banged her after Rooster, or, uh, yeah, <laughs> after Goose <laughs> That's died. fucked up. Well, we already know that he existed beforehand, so. Right. Which I was at first kind of thinking, like, why the hell is he singing that song? But I was like, oh, he's singing that song because he remembers his dad singing that song. So that mm. kind of makes sense, right? Would you remember that? How, that kid how old was old. he in the first That kid looked old enough to, you know, probably three or four or something like that, I would guess. <laughs> so it seemed to make sense for me. Yeah, it makes enough sense. The aerial stuff, though, and, like, Maverick being a crazy fucking cocky pilot still, like, made a lot of sense. You know, I pull the brakes, he'll fly right by. He's pulling all this kind of crazy-ass what, shit. What they let an elderly man... Fly supersonic, expensive aircraft. Uh, he'd have been close to fifty-five. They did. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to make this. They did for a lot of money, maybe. Yeah, he flew. And this only cost like $150 million to make. That's because the military was like, sure, you can use all of our stuff because this makes us look good. Yeah. Fucking you want to talk about man. that. Yeah, our recruitment numbers are going to go. Well, up. yeah, that's what happened with the first movie. Like, after Top Gun came out, recruitment went fucking we wild. Won't, we won't have to start a war. To... Now, I did like how when the uh, fucking F-14, like, lost its landing gear... Uh, on the front, they had to throw the fucking net up there, like old school, like World War II style. Like, hey, here's a fucking plane. We got to make sure it doesn't go off the deck. Yeah. I think that's always there. Yeah, no, no. I, I like how you saw that getting prepped, though, and stuff. And then I love that opening sequence that just basically repeated the original of all the planes yeah. taking off that's, the fucking that was my carriers. Oh, like I said, that was my oh no moment. I was like, oh no, they're just doing the exact oh, same thing. Oh, I figured they're. <laughs> to me, that <laughs> was like that. To me, that was like the Star Wars crawl because right you're going to see that even if it's pertinent to your story or not yeah but i've been burned so many times this is the best 30 year overdue sequel i think has been made so far you agree um, would you agree i would or would and you then like bill obviously and ted the better bill and ted was good this but felt like a movie and not just a fucking cash grab overdue sequel it seemed like a natural movie, and not. Just I, well, it feels like a blockbuster, a classic reference to those big summer movies that you'd see. But it felt like a movie, and not just a collection of callbacks so, to cobbled together. For we all landed in different places for it, right? So to me, and Tom Cruise doesn't look horrible in this, like a lot of these other movies, you know. Mm-hmm. Although I think he looks worse in real life. That's what happens when you drink the blood movie. of children. Well, and obviously, they shot this in, what, fucking 2018 or something? Well, that's true, too. Well, it was ready for release in 19, wasn't it? Yeah, so they shot this four years ago. Yeah, I think he's aged since. I think he's probably... I mean, look at him in that compared to... Yeah, it's been four years, so he's aged four years. But I mean, like, (laughs) noticeably, I think. You mean, has he had plastic surgery? Because in this movie, when 4K on, like, the big screen IMAX, yes, you can tell he's had some work done. you think Jennifer Connelly has? (laughs) She still looked great, man. She like, looks she good was... for plastic surgery, yeah. So. Like, no, I thought they, like, made a, a good couple. Like, they were a fit couple, yeah. and, like, that kind of made sense for that. Right? But not seeing the beginnings of it kind of undermines the... I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I can let I that... gave zero fucks. I hated it. But it was and I so her disconnected. Gone. She never... I mean, you never see her outside the bar or the house. I wanted more homoerotic shit. Oh, you see the little <laughs> boat ride they have. Yeah, but she's never involved in the main story, you know, I feel like. No, she's just kind of... Hangman and Rooster should have fucked. Yeah, so let's talk about the side characters, right? I thought Phoenix is pretty cool. I thought some of the side... Hangman is basically your Iceman. I mean, there's a lot of that stuff. I thought he was going to be straight up bad, though, with no redemption. But here's the thing, Nick. I'm I'm wondering that if if we felt the way about uh, Top Gun the way we do Ghostbusters, like we'd seen it that many times and we owned like this kind of dumb shit about Top Gun, if we then went and saw this, if we'd be like, this is literally just yeah. a ripoff of Iceman and we would be pissed like no, I, I was thought that. that. I thought that, but that's a common thing in Here's my thing, though. Movies, there's, though. There's, I, was, I know, but I was saying. thinking about that. He played the general character, but here's the thing. In the original Top Gun, Iceman is genuinely looking out for Maverick because he is that... I he mean, thought he was going to That's I'm not saying he's the same person, obviously. They had no. to change it up, but I'm just saying... He was rewritten, though, so he wasn't just the same guy. It didn't feel like he was rehashing his dialogue. I he thought, played the same purpose in the plot, though. I didn't think he was going to have a redemption and people come around and think he's a good guy. I thought he was going to get somebody killed, and he was just going to be kicked out. You no, know, as soon as... Like, and that would have been better and more different than... 
Iceman. <clears throat> as soon as he was on the Alert 5 plane, I knew he was going to come save that with that other yeah. F-35 in there, which I... You but know, I meant earlier in the movie. I thought he was going to oh. do something to get someone killed or hurt, and then he was just going to get booted out because he was being a prick and too cocky. And, you know, he was leaving people behind. He had a reputation for leaving people behind, and he was just going to get someone killed or hurt. Or they were going to... Definitely a good call to not put him in the mission, I thought. Yeah, it was interesting because... You know, like, he does play that Iceman role where he's basically calling people out on their bullshit. He was a bigger prick than Iceman, for sure. Well, he's cockier. Way cockier. Yeah, well, Iceman wasn't intentionally a prick, Iceman wasn't a prick. Iceman knew he was good. He didn't like Maverick. Well, he didn't like Maverick for good reason, though, too. Yes, exactly. Because he was unsafe. And and this guy guy is unsafe. Dangerous. Exactly. That's right. They didn't have one of those Jack Nicholson moments, though. (laughs) I am dangerous. What are you, Um, Christian Slater? Yeah. Exactly. I thought the surrounding cast did a pretty good job, too. I, I liked thought, all the characters that were in there. I thought some of the secondary uh, cadets, or whatever you want to call them, didn't get a, enough to do. But that's fine. We didn't need a bunch of it. No. It, it, so maybe they shouldn't have had some. Yeah. They well, they basically, just cut tell it you that they, they basically tell you it's going to be these at people least they there. Did, but at least they weren't just there and had no lines, either. So. And I will some say, are, but as bad as they, they should. some sh- lines, though, right? Not every one of them. Where was the Asian girl? Wasn't like, there like an Asian girl later on? And they're like, where the fuck has she been this whole Phoenix time? Phoenix is there the whole fucking time from the barn on when they all got introduced. No, not her. But, there was another girl I saw at some Yeah, time. I don't know. There's just too many people to keep track of for yeah. sure for me. But I mean, you know, it's kind of how the first one is. Bob there's, was pretty you know, good. He was an interesting character. I like yeah, Bob. I like that. Baby on board is what they said his call sign stood for. Well, that's, that's what <laughs> I thought that that's was what fucking Hayman hilarious. Said, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was pretty good. I like that. But so yeah, those like, characters like made the, sense. I like the, the secondary character. So let's talk overall. What would you think? Because Nick has a far differing opinion than Alex, and mine's probably somewhere in between. What do you mean? Because I thought this was way better than the first one in every way. Yeah, I don't think Except so. the love story. I will agree with that. I but I don't care about that. In so terms that of filmmaking, mine. you can see the progress of how far we've come and what it's well, possible. Well, yeah, don't compare yes. movies. As like a that, film, yeah. in terms of... I'm not comparing uh, movie making magic. I am. I mean, it's there. That's the only thing that would give it's it the It's there, edge. but I'm not saying that's why it's that's, better. That's the only thing that gives I, it the I edge to it me. I more. That's the only thing that gives it the edge to me. That's it. But that wouldn't even give it the edge overall. But what, I'm just saying... But tech, what do you think is... What do you think makes the first one better? I'm not saying the you're story wrong. the story better. Like, a guy going to school makes more sense than them taking people back to a school to do the thing that it wouldn't necessarily happen that way that's like unrealistic i mean i'm not a military expert but like you know um well, that the love story alone makes me care about the characters more and makes you want maverick to get back the goose dying tragedy is way sadder than the val kilmer one is sad as it is because he's younger he has the kid he has the wife yeah you see his wife and his kid and he's his which best they friend. did a good job with showing the flashbacks and like emotionally tugging at your heartstrings like remember that first top gun movie you remember when goose died and i was like i do remember <laughs> yeah and see that's the thing though that made this work so well for me right i really enjoyed this because yeah this it, movie works better because of the first one too it's it wouldn't be what it is without the first movie it's a standalone movie yeah it's okay you know what i mean but if it was going to be a standalone movie, they could have easily made a movie just like this without the Top Gun name on it and had different people in there basically oh, doing do a that. similar... You know what I mean? <laughs> but... I think I liked it. It had everything I wanted in a Top Gun sequel. I think because the story was about a mission. Yeah, that's... And preparing for it. I think that... The better story 
part makes sense. That and makes the, it more and the dog fighting. I think it's unrealistic how they do it, though. So it doesn't like yeah. it's. I'm just sitting there going, really? You You're mean like, that? we're going to doing all the. Everybody who graduated from Top Gun is going to come back to Top Gun, and we're going to bring this one guy back because fuck it. Like, it's all just very convenient, you know? Well, yeah, that's how movies are. They're convenient. But the first one is less convenient. Yeah. When you think about it, there aren't. There's circumstances that lead to Maverick. Like, the whole thing of. Yeah, but you were number two, now you're number one. This one's the sequel. That's more realistic. The love story alone makes it a better movie because you actually want to see them together. Like, I like all the scenes with. Okay. Them interacting, especially when she's she's the teacher, movies, so th- she's interacting a lot with him. You know, well, yeah, um, she's more involved in the story. Yeah, he's funnier and more charismatic in the first one. He's mm-hmm. obviously a lot s- more darker, serious he's character in this movie. Younger but too. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, what other reasons? More Val Kilmer. That yeah. alone, also. Yeah. That's an unfortunate thing for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, take my breath away. There you go. Sold. Done. There's yeah, no argument. That is a mark, <laughs> that is a mark against the second one. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, but, though. But at the same time, if they played all those songs... All I'm like, saying is it's not better. But is it better than Ghostbusters Afterlife? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's fucked like, up I'm not even a, I'm not even a Top Gun fan, and I would... I'm looking way more forward to watching I knew this you were going to react that way. That's why I asked, because it's funny to me. I still haven't watched Somebody's going to be like, Ugh. I still haven't watched Afterlife at home, and I own it. I've watched it like four or five times at home, but I also right. put it on and do stuff in the background. Yeah, that's what I'm doing with it now, just to kind of let... Because, like I said, I love all the new characters in that. And this, for me, this works so well because it gives you the additional story there. The reason they go back to Top Gun made sense to me, because when you look at it, even just as a kid that's grown up watching War on TV... I mean, TV, this is you just justifying it to yourself to, to make the movie, which is fine. Right. I'm not even saying it's a big hit against it. I'm just saying it is not better than the first one. But, that is oh, an impossible. It is to me. That's all I'm saying. I've seen other people with his opinion. I'm not saying objectively. I'm saying to me, I like this movie better. And that's fine. Yeah. But I think, Um, critically, there's no way that it could be better. Because it's just not. It's like, like, to me, how Terminator 2 is compared to Terminator. This movie can't exist without the original, so you could look at it like that. Yeah. It's basically a modified script, which is kind of what you want. It is following a lot of the same beats, if we want to be honest. It does it very well so it's, that you don't care and you're not cringing. Se- it's a good sequel. But it does do that. And and comparing it to Afterlife, this has an advantage because it still stars Tom Cruise. The first one's funnier too. Has more quotable, mm-hmm. hilarious dialogue. Yeah, There's I not the s- second one had some, some Well, I'll have to watch it again to get any yeah. quotability from it. But what I'm saying is but you if, change the lights. Green and blue. He's fucking with stuff over there. He can't Give keep his hands to him. Well, I moved the remote. I didn't touch the button. Yeah, you did. Not per, I mean, not deliberately. So one of the things that they talk about in there is, and this is just something I noticed, just because I've seen growing up watching the Gulf War and the second Gulf War, like all that shit on TV of like all these high-flying missile planes just going over and bombing. Did you like the second Gulf War more than the first? Yeah, exactly. No. Um, didn't like either of them. But <laughs> I I'm think just the saying first one's slightly better. That there wasn't a lot of air-to-air combat. You know, it was mostly like high-level bombing missions. Like, they're literally, but like, we're near Warrensburg, Missouri, where all the B-2s are stored, right? So B-2 bombers would literally fucking leave here, fly over there, and fucking bomb people and fly back. You mean at White Man Base? Yeah. They don't even call it Whitman. It's White Man. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but all those planes here. So the fact that, you know, they say, you know, Maverick's the only one with, like, aerial kills, 
would make sense that they followed up with that based on modern Because they aviation. only won in 40 years or whatever, yeah. Yeah, and so then the fact that he's got the ace, too, I thought was a nice touch when he took down the other couple planes. So that's cool. Like five, yeah. And they mentioned the Meg. Yeah. That was interesting. But as I was, I was saying, this stars Tom Cruise, whereas Afterlife doesn't star any of the originals, so that gives it a an edge, too. Like, if Afterlife starred Bill Murray... I'll give you that. I think we'd they have a integrated the plot of a dead parent better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he well, died in the first movie, so you have it that. Does, but it know, doesn't it. make sense in Afterlife. Exactly. Like, it contradicts itself, so that yeah. it just doesn't work. I don't know. As far as a legacy sequel goes, it's been wait- that we've waited for so long. It gives me everything I wanted in another Top Gun movie without. I think it might be the best legacy sequel that we've seen so that's far. What I, that's what I. That's why. I said. think it does. It does kind of set the bar, I think, right? I think easily. They're getting better at it. Like when I saw Jurassic World, it was like this is pretty good. Is I this, mean, is this a legacy mm, sequel? I consider it that. At this point, I thought legacy yeah. sequels. New characters start over, and the old characters only have a smaller. There's no. Scroll. Come on. Now. There's. It's there's, all... there's no. There's no fucking rule book for this shit. But I thought that's what the... That's what a reboot is. Is it not? Uh, I guess not. A reboot... A soft reboot. A reboot's a remake, but with different characters. A soft reboot is a legacy sequel. A hard reboot is Ghostbusters I don't give a fuck. Either way, it saying. is a legacy sequel. Because you do have new characters, Nick. A I think you them. call it a legacy sequel because it's been so long since there's been any Yeah, content. That's the big thing, yes. For yeah, me, okay. at least that's I'm just my wondering personal what the, definition what the definition is. is. I think it's, yeah, like it's a 20 year, 15 to 20 years it's, later. It's still going to get ranked with the legacy sequels regardless. And yes, it's the best one, I'd say. And it's mostly because it is just it's well written, right? It was thought out pretty well. There wasn't anything in there that I was like, this is fucking stupid now, the, Tom, love, the love story was way underwhelming and the only reason it even made sense to me was because I knew that that was the Admiral's daughter that he was talking about fucking before oh you know because I remember oh yeah okay I remember and that. one Admiral's daughter right I get and that. Tom Cruise has never been a has-been he's always been a big star mm-hmm. so it's not pathetic seeing some old washed up fucking but not in everybody's actor. public eye yeah with nobody's all... always he's never stopped being a movie star he's not yeah but I do you know how much for about 15 years, I did not give a fuck about Tom Cruise. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying... Yeah, I did not see his movies is what I'm saying. I'm saying in general, he's Intentionally. never stopped. Yeah, even personally for me, like, once all the Scientology bullshit started, like, I didn't see anything after Mission Impossible 2 for a long time. Like, I, I like the, the Mission moment. Impossible movies. I gotta watch those. But. I watched them... I started watching them in the last couple of years again. I'm yeah, I'm trying to get caught one. back up again because they are a good film series, mm-hmm. but with all the other controversial shows... The last like one whatever. was directed by the director of this one. I, yeah, I, And exactly. he's directing the next I, one. I try not to think about that stuff. I just, like, try to keep art and the person separate and all that stuff. But I'm just saying, it, it, I didn't feel, like, sad and pathetic that here's Tom Cruise out of from 20 years never making a movie, and here he is all washed up and I don't bloated. necessarily try to keep it separate. It really just depends on how far they go. But I also well, yeah, just wasn't into the Mission Impossible movies for a while, you know. I just wasn't yeah. into that kind of shit. I wasn't into anything he was in except for other than stuff. Mission Impossible. I don't really care. The last new, th- the last thing I had watched before I started watching the Mission Impossible movies and Top Gun again in the last few years was uh, what was that fucking movie? Well, I know we I didn't all... even watch the Mummy. I didn't watch those. Oh, well, other any of those other that. shitty j- action movies he was coming out with Jack it's, it's, Reacher or some shit is yeah, that one of them yeah, yeah. and then I don't know how good. fucking weird it is that uh, Mission Impossible one came out in ninety six and they're still making them yeah it's just crazy it's kind of I like, mean they're still making them with him well they're still they're and it looks more like a James Bond movie than anything else now this, in a, in a good way looking but, at yeah. the trailer for this new one it looks a lot like 
Daniel Craig Bond movies and Jason Bourne movies. Yeah, and I think that's fine, though. It's it's kind of that action hero genre movie, right? That's kind of what... uh, If you put it on steroids and added cartoons to it, that's what uh, the Fast and the Furious franchise feels like now. (sighs) Yeah. I haven't seen the last one yet. Or the spinoff. But I would highly recommend, if you're going to watch Top Gun Maverick, go on a fucking IMAX screen. That shit was amazing. Don't, Don't wait for home video... Don't watch it in a packed theater like I did, though. I've heard some people say, like, the 4D shit with the motion chairs and everything was really cool, too, because of the flight sequences. Now, this is the one The screen's movie. not as big in those, though, right? No, but this is one that movie. Would, yeah, this is one movie I would... If I want to go see it again, that we should do that. Yeah, yeah that's the, I was going to say. I was like, if I see this again in theaters, which more than likely... And I, I want And I want the water splashing in my face while they're playing football. Yeah. Or fucking. But they don't fuck. I thought they were going into a fuck scene when he lays... Uh, when Another he lays point taken... Yeah, mm-hmm. that really, like, that song. I thought they were going to play that fucking song then, too, and they didn't. No, I didn't think they would, because that's his and her thing, I felt like. That was related to their love. That's, so that's just that's just his fucking I music. didn't think we were going to get that That's every time he, pl- he fucks any girl. No, I think... In his head, that's playing. It's a very worthy sequel. I would have loved to have seen more with the Penny stuff, just for that to make sense, but, like I said, I've seen this so much. Why not a flashback of that? Why, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because then you it got wasn't the age shot? and all that yeah, shit, and you don't yeah. need it. Did they mention... Kelly McGinnis's character? I can't think of No, but you basically just get the feeling yeah, that, like... Hurdle. You just get the feeling that he's just not stable enough She was in, in pictures. That. Yeah. Mm, Footage, I think. Yeah. She was in there, technically. She's credited, like, mentioned, whatever, like Anthony Edwards is, and... Mm. Yeah, and so is Meg Ryan. Why didn't they, they have his ghost? I don't, I don't know. know. should have forced ghost and... What do you guys think about him saying, talk to me, Goose? Oh... Oh, mm. that was when, good. when the son says "talk to me, Dad." I didn't like that. I thought, yeah, nah, I didn't like that one. That's dumb. That was a little him too still far. Saying but him talk, saying it, I loved. Him saying yeah, "talk yeah. to me, Goose" is fine, but even on the test flight when he's like doing that, and he knows he could die for it. I think he was just like looking that. I think that became his spiritual thing that like he got over. Yeah, you know, because that's when he reengages in the first did movie. Did Rooster like, he hear him to say me, yes. "talk to me, Goose"? Or exactly. Did he come up with that on his own because that's stupid. Well, he says. Talk to me, Goose is one of the first things he says in the first Top Gun movie, and one of the no, last no, no, no. things. No, did Rooster hear him say "Talk oh, to me, Goose"? Maverick say that? I don't know. Or did he come up with that on his own? Because that's even worse. I don't know. I don't know. On the comms, you know, and the yeah. headset. I mean, it would have made more sense to like say instead of "Talk to me, Dad," it would have been. It would have made more sense that he wanted to do something. Similar, Talk to me, Meg the, Ryan. But the line was changed. Right? It would have been less cringeworthy. They could have written that line. Or better. just cut it out. Yeah. Or say it, it different for me. Just say it they differently. It. Don't say it exactly like that. No, Maverick just cut it out. It. But I'm saying no. that would be better. But yeah, cut it well, out. Just cut it out. Yeah, cut it. <laughs> Having Maverick say it was enough. But I don't have a list of complaints about this movie, which is more than I can say for a lot of other similar this, sequels. Yeah, this is the first legacy sequel where I was like, okay, there's everything about it. I walk out of the theater feeling good and like, man, I would love to see that again. But yeah, if I'd seen it from the perspective as a, of a huge Top Gun fan, I don't know. And my biggest thing here, if I just compare it to Afterlife, right? That was the last temple. I mean, they were supposed to release the same week. That was the only reason Afterlife moved, was because this got bumped to now. Um, and that was a good choice, because these two competing over a similar time period would have been fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> what a fucking! Mm. I just thought of that. That's kind of funny. Yeah, I've been, I've been fucked up. But How I much just, would have after afterlife of I don't thing. have a lot. I didn't walk out of this movie with a lot of questions. Like, why the fuck did this happen? How did this all get here? Like, I didn't like have anything. Yeah. Just How like, did Maverick get to this cornfield? <laughs> Yeah, like I didn't have that question. They showed me how he crashed a plane and shit, and it was there. Yeah, I, there wasn't I, any. Did this... anything not make sense? 
like at all without any possible explanation? Not, not noticeably. Right. Not noticeably. Now the same. I'm not shit, watching a movie like what? what? Now there's the same list that would apply to Top Gun as to this movie that my you know my friend talked about like all the military inaccuracies, but that's not uh, what they're going for. They're telling a story. I don't give I don't, a fuck. I don't, about I don't, it. I don't, only I, people I in the military will know that, or the people yeah. that never been in the military but are obsessed with it yep. would know. Well, I did love seeing the F-18s again, right? That's what they're flying in Men in Black. Or not Men in Black, but Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so the F-18 Super Hornet is one of the... But, you know, they didn't have the F-22 Raptor on there, which I was surprised, or the F-35. So I thought we are going to see some newer jets on here, but... Are you a fucking airplane expert? I know a lot about this shit. He yeah. buys all the toys. Fucking loser. He's got all the toys. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You guys both fucking hate sports. I like some sports. I know some other stupid shit. You like sports and you like mili- the military toys. Yeah, I just like, know about airplanes. <laughs> I think modern aviation technology is fascinating. Oh uh, yeah, I can agree with that. But when used by the military, which is the only people who really use it, it's it is disappointing. That well, that's yeah. what it exists for. But like we got all these stealth plane technologies. Yeah, I've read about them, heard about it them. Exists to kill people. <laughs> well, do you, do you like John Hamm? He's all right. I mean, he did a good job. He did a good job as a I'm not military like a, guy. I'm not a stan of John Hamm or anything, but he he did a good job in there. You know, I really enjoyed Mad Men. That's a great series, but yeah, yeah I thought he was fine in the series. Not I think he did a good enough job. Um, I like that... I felt like he was younger than Tom Cruise, but I don't know. Yeah. But he should have been an admiral, too, by now, yeah, like they said. Well, I think they're talking a lot of shit on him, right? You know, basically. Well, that was a big thing, yeah. Like, he just stayed a captain this whole fucking time. He never progressed at all. Yeah, that was the big thing. Is like, he's so defiant, he risked his career to just fucking stay being himself. Which I always thought they'd discharge you if you don't accept promotion. Top Gun ends just like Billy Madison with the main character saying, I'm going to be a teacher. Oh, yeah. Oh, that didn't last very long, like three months. Right. <laughs> no, that was awesome, though. He's like, yeah, you know, he's like, I got fired after two months. Yeah. That's the issue with some of these movies. Like, the characters don't seem to have done anything, any kind of progression in 30 years. Or if, yeah, something awesome. they're wearing awesome. the same clothes. Well, they'll, and... they'll, 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 the movie will end with some big triumphant thing, and then they'll start the next movie by undoing that. The same that they did with Bill and Ted. You know, they saved the world with their epic song. Or Actually, Ghost... it wasn't that song. Or all the Ghostbusters movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, no, so I thought this did that really well. I mean, that's one thing that was like, oh, fuck yeah. There's some things you're never going to get away from in these sequels. but And I like how they didn't set this up just to make another fucking run-of-the-mill Top Gun sequel with it, right? I don't think they're... You know, if they want to do that, they might do different characters. I was about to say, yeah, I don't even but know... I don't even necessarily want another sequel. If they sequel. did another one, it would strictly be based on, wow, this made a lot of money, we should do another one. That would be the only reason. They're not going like, we do, we're turning this into a franchise. Does Tom Cruise have any control on that? Like, he has say Creative so on control. a sequel? They didn't go and film an approval. extra bit where, you know... Uh, there's no after <laughs> Merlin comes in and unloads an F-14 at the uh, firehouse <laughs> in New York or anything. <laughs> Merlin unloads at that hangar. Or Poseidon comes right. over. And... I did like it. It showed how Maverick had that love for aviation, though, because he's got that old school, what is that, a P-58, I think. Um, pretty cool, yeah. You guys are looking at me like... <laughs> we don't have the toys. Nerd. He got a, t- yeah, he got a toy <laughs> that says the fucking thing, so he's just, just like little, casually little, dropping, like, yeah, I think it's a little, P-38. Does have a little yeah. card in there with information? It's no different than Star Wars fans. being like, oh, that's an X-Wing, that's an A-Wing, that's, that's a Y-Wing. Yeah. It's just funny. A B-Wing. Anyway, fucking see an this A-wing. movie. It's awesome. I had so much fun. That's what I said. I think that was one of the best times I've had at the theater, despite all the annoying people around me. But... Yeah, it was a good one. You guys should check that one out. Let us know your thoughts on Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. 
We got one other thing to talk about before we close this out, so don't we tune do? out just yet. We didn't talk about the summer of Santa Carly yet, which should have been like the first thing we talked about. No, it doesn't matter. Not the last. We'll talk about it first thing next time. Well, this is exciting because you'll want to join our Patreon after hearing this, not only for our Top Gun commentary that's coming soon on the original movie, uh-huh. but also for insider information, information on Santa, Santa Carla Festival. Summer of Santa Carla. But it's not summer in of Santa Carla. Jesus, I'm terrible at this. Alex didn't notice the communication on this. It's also written right there. I can't read that. But technically... <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But ten- I can barely read my own handwriting. <laughs> but technically, it's kind of in the fall. No, it's August. August is still summer. I keep thinking month. it's in September. Because you don't know how to read? my wires crossed with some <laughs> other event. They also have it on books on tape, but I know how to read. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm confusing with something uh, else. Yeah, August 19th, 20th, we're going to be in San Antonio, Texas at the Vibes Events Center. Uh, for the Summer of Santa Carla, there's also going to be Summer of Santa. musical performances. and By who? My butthole. Celebrity appearances. Corey, no. Nick, shut the fuck up. You're just distracting me. Make, you're just li- literally ruined the flow I had. God oh, damn it. I want you to tell him who. I was going to. Don't you think that? Is the saxophone guy going to be there? <gasps> That's Jesus. Tim Capella, you stupid bastard. And I hate people name. calling him the saxophone guy. It makes I me want to shoot them in the throat. Why would uh, with my because he's on the fucking shit. soundtrack, you bastard. With my poop, to be you clear. apologize to, be clear. to Tim before you continue on. I don't know. What apologize to Tim right now. I don't. I go. I will in person. Apologize now. He's not going to be there. I'm going to mute you again. Listening? He's fucking muted. Nick refuses to apologize to <sighs> Tim Capella for his beautiful saxophone performance and muscular looks. Is it still muscular? This is a fucking disaster. Um, but. We're going to be there, and you need to listen to our podcast for chances to win tickets. Follow us on social media. We're going to be giving them out on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, here on the podcast. Um, Each platform is going to have some tickets, and then we Join have... our Facebook group, too. We might even give a, a pair away in there when we have one uh, high roller package. It's $199 value. Uh, at least that's be... how much the ticket packages that we're giving away for that one. The other ones are just kind of general admission ones, you know, uh, but... Still awesome if you're going to be in the area. Yeah, for sure. 35th anniversary of the Lost Boys is this summer. Corey Perfect Feldman and Jameson Newlander are going to be there. The real Frog Brothers. Uh, we're also going to be there. So two sets of the Frog Brothers. Uh, we're going to have a table. We're going to have a booth. We're going to have shirts, stickers, pins, all the fun things to hand out. Hey, wait. Does that mean we're their stunt cocks? I don't know. We should find out what they're wearing and dress exactly like them. We should coordinate with them for their outfits. Well, we got a cosplay. We'll do that, too. But we're going to be there two days. So. They'll probably cosplay, too, I feel like, in their own outfits. And it don't matter yeah. if you live in the area, because we don't. And we're no, going. travel down, man. This is a good time to go to Texas Well, in the fall. Despite recent news. Yeah. Hey, this, we're going to go celebrate like 30 something. Miles <laughs> we're going to celebrate something that's positive and oh. fun. So, yes, the world could use more of that right now. Oh, we could give away Oreo cookies while we're there. We'll probably have Oreos and root beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have a little shelf. I'm gonna. We're gonna put a lot of shit together. I think so. Can I dress as Grandpa? Of course. Who else are you gonna dress as? You're the only one that looks close enough. Oh, Corey Haim. Yeah, you got to be Corey Haim. I think you got to get the hair and like one of those shirts that he wears. Yeah, Hawaiian shirt. And we need to get you a wig. Mm-hmm. I, I can hook you up with that. We'll get you a wig. <laughs> All right. I get to play the one that's dead. But Summer Santa Carla is gonna be fucking epic. So if you uh, have the means, I'd highly recommend it. Yeah, check it out. Um, for tickets, go to socialrevoltstore.com. You can buy tickets, um, or you can try to win them from us. There is a limited number of tickets, as far as from my understanding. So, um, Like in general? 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. It's not a huge event, but it is... I guess we better not wait too should... long to give them away, then. We're going to be giving... We got some things going on. Uh, so, I guess that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, just look forward to that. We're going to be talking about that. We'll have the... Uh, the hosts of the event on at some point in time, and yeah. hopefully we'll be talking to some... Uh, Jameson's going to come on for sure and talk about it, and we'll see, you know, who knows? Well, maybe Corey Feldman will decide to come we'll on. We'll see what we come up with. Either way, it's going to be a hell of a good time. Going to celebrate The Lost Boys, one of the best vampire movies ever made, if not the best. One of. I'm just leaving a little bit of gray room for people he with likes, other opinions. He likes interview with a vampire better. Because Tom Cruise. I mean, he is good in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> seen that? it's hard to fucking argue. That about. movie is better. That's than pretty Lost Boys, fucking good. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth! I hate you. You're leaving. You I'm... said one of. You need to go to the interview with a vampire convention, I'm Nick. Even, I'm not even sure if I watched that movie. I love that movie. You're not even honest, allowed. But I like maybe when more. it first came out in that area because it was on HBO or whatever. But you need to watch it again. We're going to cover it. I haven't at some deliberately point. watched it since then. Yeah. Anyway, make sure you're joining our socials. Make sure you sign up for Patreon. That'll help us get everything we need going for this event coming up. And just to get to hear the behind-the-scenes stuff. Once we uh, get a little bit more robust with people signing up, we're going to do a lot The more cool things shit. you join, the more the things bigger you join, chance you're going to have to win. Maybe you'll win two tickets. Well, we're giving yeah, away Yeah, we don't pairs. have an actual system in place for how you're yeah, going to win these yet. yet. Stay tuned. It'll be um, but there'll be, there'll be information on it on everything as well. And just keep listening to our podcast as well. We'll update you as well. Uh, as, as, well, well. as well, as well, as well. As well? As well. As well. As well. As well. As well, well in Mexico. As well. Ah! Ah! <laughs> hey. Can, All we right. go, can we go to Roswell on the way? Is that on the way? Uh, no, but we should go there sometime. There's a cool-ass diner over there. Yeah, I know. They make alien-shaped hamburger patties. Gross. I, I like spooky shit like Scooby Doo. That's how we're gonna go out today with Fuck yeah. Hit this gym. Alright, kids, we will uh, talk to you next time. Hell yeah. Leave us a positive review, too. While I listen to Typo, Bram Stoker, Stephen King, John Carpenter's a thing, Morticia, Elvira, Lily Monster, and Vampira. All the goth babes that I wish I was inside of. Shut this off. Shut these all up.